Welcome everyone to another episode of Weekly Games Chat. I'm your host, Chris. As always, joined by my co-host Sean. That's right. And the the, the Sean. Yeah. The one who is here every week. <laughs> and it's and just, John. It's, it's just a joke, John. We love you. Friend of the show. Sean. <laughs> friend, Sean. Friend of the show. Sean. Oh my god. Sean. What's up? Welcome back. Thank you, sir. Hey, friend, we missed you. Friend of the show, John. Try not to take a month off next time. <laughs> friend of the show. That was actually Am I now friend of the show? Oh, I'm just mean, friend of the yeah, show, yeah. John. We'll see if, if you can get four in a row, you get you yeah. get promoted again. I'm sorry I didn't give you guys the bubonic plague. Uh-huh. Is this Man. yeah, this is technically the first time you recorded since then because you called in um and then um mm. You well, called in, and then mm. you were on vacation. Well, I think the the kicker that like killed everything for the last one was that you had that work trip. Yeah, yeah, that was what that yeah. made it feel work weird. Trip so there was technically only two times I was it feel, not a part of the show. It literally feels just, like way more than it that. does. Look, I'm, it does. I'm sorry if I, uh, I I I lack your or I'm beginning to lack your uh, confidence or lack my confidence in uh, your commitment to Sparkle Motion, aka the show. That's my Wait, Donnie. Is, that's a Donnie Darko. I was going to say, did we rename our Please show, name it that. Uh, Project Sparkle Motion? Yes. Yeah. The I next, love that part. The next console should be called Project Sparkle Motion. Yeah. God, that would be the greatest thing ever. <laughs> uh, uh, and then it was actually just called, the console was just called Donnie Darko. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be I'd be very happy. I'd be very happy with that. Or Swayze. They can call it Swayze, too. Rest in peace forever, Swayze. Yeah. Really? Um... Hey, do you remember that time you um today um as we record uh uh-huh. uh is is Tuesday, July second? Yes. Um you guys are listening to this on Wednesday, July third, the day before July fourth. That's enough about that, right? So on Tuesday, July second, Chris sends me an IM because the United States women's national team is playing England in the women's world cup. Um and I get a IM from Chris that says uh something to the effect of goal, we're up one to nothing, something like that, right? So in my, um, I'm busy at work. So I go to, first of all, do you guys remember my story about Dick Sporting Goods at work? Yes, you of course. Did tell I, me that. I, it's so I love that story. It's infamous at this point, right? Classic. So today, <laughs> uh, I go to Dick's. What com. I think I'm going to is ESPN.com, and instead of, of oh no, instead of typing, you know, the favorite that I have on my, like when I open Google, I'm I'm trying to type ESPN real quick while I'm. Talking to somebody doing something else. Well, I type in ESON.com. I don't think that's a, a site of pornage, <laughs> but let's just say the IT department gave me a big banner that said access denied nudity. <gasps> so I quickly went to ESPN and left it on for the rest of the day <laughs> for any kind of like, you know, like, what did he mean to go to? I am Bobby Joe. And I said, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> just um, shut it down right now. I'm telling you what happened. It's Chris's fault. Yada Why yada yada. Because you told me that the girls were playing, and I forgot. Well, there's moments where you type in something, mm-hmm. and you mean to type in something else, and when you hit enter, you know you just type, you just mistyped yes. it, and you're like, "This is going to be interesting." <laughs> yeah, you get ready for it because yeah. you know it's coming. Yeah, but that dicks.com, man. That's uh, mm. I think they fixed that. Do you? Yeah. Dicksus.com? No, I, I think that Dick Sporting Goods got it. And, you know, 
said oh. never again. Yeah, they're oh, like, they, we they, need to fix that because <laughs> some un, you know, some parents who just wanted to go look at soccer cleats for <laughs> little Jimmy, you know, and they got more than little, just little Jimmy. Whoa, they found some Jimmys, all right. <laughs> hey, hey, little Jimmy. Uh, but yeah. Uh, you went and saw a movie this week. Didn't I you? I did. It it, it kind of hurt me a little bit, but it is say? what it is. I went and saw it yesterday. Yeah, he, uh, he did some pretentious post on Facebook about it. I yeah, I mean, like, look, yeah. I I wanted to love that movie because I love the Beatles. One of the most overused criticisms is I wanted to like it. I did. I mean, I'm uh, you did. I, it's like kind of it. like you walking into a Rocky movie, right? I like, love all the or, movies, or yes, particularly exactly. Rocky Five. You want to, but any Stallone movie you walk into, <laughs> you want to be like, this is good. Wasn't he this in High School High? Time. Um, no, but he should have been. And this like has most of the things. <clears throat> I love the Beatles, right? Mm-hmm. One of my favorite bands. I love uh, Danny Boyle, the director. One of my favorite directors. And then uh, Tony, or no, I'm sorry, Richard Curse, the guy. He's like the guy who writes all these. Oh, Dick Curse. He's the guy who like wrote all the classic uh, <laughs> romantic comedies of the nineties. Rom coms, John. Rom coms. He's the guy that like did Love Actually, Four Weddings at a Funeral. Uh, even like a couple of years ago, he had one call about time that I liked. Uh, so, you know, like I know all these movies. I, too, I don't. You're not the only one. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not someone who seeks out romantic comedies, but Lies. like if they're usually on TV, whatever about a boy, about boys, very good. You too. know, you love you some Notting Hill. Who yeah. doesn't? Who he doesn't? Who does, hey, right? hey, he wrote that too. Who doesn't <laughs> love Notting Hill? I was going to say that a minute ago. I Notting think, Hill's awesome. I feel yeah. like uh, Hugh, uh, Hugh Grant just sends him a check every year and yeah. goes, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for a career, buddy. But um, was that pre or post uh prostitute scandal for Hugh for Hugh Grant? Pre, it was all pre. Pro. Oh no no no, it was post because it was like ninety five when all that happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that was like the later nineties. So that thank you note also says, and thank you for that other thing too. Yeah, like getting me out of that. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But regardless, like I don't usually go to the theater to watch them. I usually just wait and they come somewhere and I see them. Like about time came on Netflix about a year or two ago. And that's when I watched it. I really liked it, too. I was really surprised. So I went to the theater for this one mainly because Danny Boyle and the Beatles. I'm like, yes, this is up my alley. And it started out promising, and it just kind of <clears throat> devolved. And then they're like, you got this interesting premise, and you don't, you don't do anything with it. You just kind of let it sit there on the surface, and you don't What explore. premise do you mean? The, the, the premise, the idea of, like, the, the Beatles are gone. It's like, why? Yeah, the previews say that never ever talked about ever. really they never they never like in no conclusion on that one he just wakes up when they're gone for no reason yeah now there are things that are gone too i won't spoil but they're that, gone but bec- and in the sense that nobody's ever heard of them correct correct, correct. okay they didn't yeah. exist yeah <clears throat> um Hence, and nobody's ever heard of them yeah two and, things and, and, and you know i don't need the explanation but Precisely. it is like interesting to see like what you could do with that <clears throat> And how far it could go. Yeah, but right. Yeah. Um, they don't really ever do anything like versus like about time, about time kind of more of, even though it doesn't explain why it is everyone in that family could time travel in their own lives, it at least it explains or explores like the idea of like, if I make this one little small change in someone's life, what are the greater ripples that happen because of that? And are they worth it? You know, it explores that idea, which is really cool. And I'm willing to look past that if the, if the uh, love story had been, Solid, but honestly, it was just, it's one of those things I do not like. A lot of romantic comedies do this, but usually he's pretty good at avoiding, um, which is that 
there was, I, I don't like it. Like there's a trope or whatever, or kind of just a common thing that goes on in these films where you have to take the couple and you have to break them up at some point, right? Happiness happens. Then there's heartbreak and then they get back together in the end and they're happy. Yeah, right. I got you. And I'm cool with that. That's fine. But if you're going to do that, do it in a way it makes sense and logical steps versus like, well, we're just going to have these people randomly bring up that this is the way things are or else because we need these people to break up right now. And that's what kind of felt like here. I just, I was like, Ugh. but the music's pretty good. Well, yeah, um, Cause it's the Beatles. Yeah, I know it's the Beatles and it is fun to like, <laughs> uh, surprisingly Ed Sheeran's actually pretty good. Right, I don't know who Ed Sheeran is. I Ed really don't. Sheeran? Right, right. How do you say his name? Don't, don't act like you don't know how to say Ed Sheeran's name, please. I don't know. He actually has a pop. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. He's, he's on game of Thrones. Yeah. Remember before he's, that? He's, remember that? He's, yeah. He's, he's kind of famous, Chris. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Shape of whatever it is. Ed Sheeran. Yeah. I don't know. He probably <laughs> hangs out with Taylor Swift, doesn't he? Yes. That explains why. No, they don't. Weren't, weren't they like huge when like he first blew up? <clears throat> like they were all, she remember. was like always hyping him up. I thought. I don't remember. No. I know John Mayer's played guitar with him. Yeah. He's a great guitarist. Yeah. He also did a uh, song with Eminem. Yeah. Yeah. He's fun facts. Yeah. <laughs> fun facts about Ed Shereen. Anyways, I'm having yeah. a great time. Anyways, Looks like that's, it. that's what I'm I did. I'm sorry I ever left. I did that and I went to a concert and those <clears throat> were the two things I did besides play this game this week. Yeah. I, um, this game, I, uh, I DJed at a real bar slash, well, I don't want to call it a club, but an yeah, actual it's a, it's a bar. We'll call it a bar that turns into nightclub esque on the weekends. No, not pub is bar. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was John, as the kids say, it was lit. It was lit. Yeah, I got a I got a three night stay there. So it was this past weekend, mm. and then and then the day of this podcast, I'll be doing it. You're again. supposed to say residency. Residency. It makes you, it yeah, makes you feel more official when you yeah. say residency. I, technically, it is a three night residency. Nice. And then the the Saturday after the podcast airs, I'll be there again. Mm. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, not so much. <laughs> I, I would love to DJ to electronic dance music, but she play it was first of the month. I, I well, believe it or not, mm-hmm. the the mid the, the the mid the early to mid two thousands hits mm-hmm. about one in three really got lit. How many Jaw Rule hits did you? Play? I didn't play Jaw Rule at all. Man. F word Jaw Rule. Who would I be without my baby? <laughs> Murder. <laughs> God. For for a little while, I saw you on the radio, but then he blew up his own career. <clears throat> yeah, sorry, Ja. It's all good. <laughs> it's just true. Ashanti, um, you know she got yeah, her. yeah. She's she's okay. Yeah, she she's not ugly, John. No, she's not. What kind of phrase is that? I don't know. I, don't know. I had a friend one time who coined it. It's amazing. I use it a lot now. Just she's, saying, she she'd be called better looking than me. That's that's what I would say. Than you? Like, yeah. Literally you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, she's higher than you. I'm like, man, okay. That's yeah. fair. Fair point. That's fair. I don't care what, fair point. what, what sex you are. <laughs> <laughs> John, when you went out of town, um, it was the family vacay, right? Did it you, was. Did you get any, any, um, uh, not what you're you thinking. <laughs> I was going to say, did you get to eat at any cool spot that we don't really get to frequent? And, uh, did, did you have any, any cool, Jeez. anything you'd like to share with the listeners, John? Every every freaking place we went to for breakfast was was 
touting the greatest pancakes. Where'd you go again? That's what they do in Pigeon Forge, right? Well, Gal- it was, we kind of did a road trip. So we started, we went to visit and spend a couple of days with um, <clears throat> some extended family. Clarissa's second cousin, her mother has a retirement home in Helen, Georgia. Mm. Beautiful cabin in the mountains, top of the mountain, great view. Um, so we spent, I'm sorry about that, uh, spent a couple of days there. Um, then we moved on to Gatlinburg Pigeon Forge. We went to Dollywood, then went to the water park the next day. And then Gatlinburg is an interesting place. <clears throat> um, if you ever, it's where, and, and I, 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 I do not mean this disparagingly mm. because, you know, I, I come from similar places. It is where the Rednecks vacation. Yeah. Um, well, that and Panama City. Those are like the two places. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, and I'm, it's one of the f- fewest places I've ever been where in Gatlinburg, all the storefronts, there are these mom and pops, they sell these t-shirts and crazy things like that. But out front, displayed on, on virtually every display window of every store is something that you would never imagine seeing in Columbus or any other place for that matter. Um Example. Make America Great Again. Oh. It was just, there was a wax dummy of of Trump on one corner. It, it, they're just not afraid to put it out there because they, I guess they understand they the type of clientele customers. is. Um, well, so that was just you know really this, weird. But um, the South, uh, it leans a little bit uh, that way. <laughs> yeah, but I've never been to, I, I'm just, I've never been to a place in Georgia yeah, yeah. that has that type of place. And I was just like, gosh, I'm in I'm in Trump country. It's like, yeah, it's kind of an interesting. I, I, when I go to Gatlinburg, I, I remember the Pancake Pantry, which does have the world's greatest pancakes. Mm. Um, are you saying that they don't? You're good. They're all right, right? Yeah. There's also a pancake. But all the pancakes sort of ran together. <laughs> because you had them every day. I tell you. Uh, I remember the Ripley's. Is, is it still there? Yeah. The aquarium. A lot of, a lot of the, we went to the Ripley's Aquarium, which is Pretty kind cool. of impressive. It yeah, was uh, dope. a small time, but it was really had some cool stuff. It's there. immersive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they everywhere. Yeah, there. I know there's a uh, build a bear workshop up there. Well, I didn't see that. Yeah, of course you didn't. But there was a. But I was in a store. It was just a. It was it. It had nostalgia in the title of the store, and that's where I saw the pop. Had more pops than I've ever seen in my entire life. Good. It was amazing. I'm uh, going to. Uh, I'm going to be up there. Going to. I'm going, I'll, going be, to. I'll be up there in December and January. Good, fun fact. I mean, it's it's a it's a cool place. So uh, yeah. the, I went to this pinball museum. Uh-huh. Yeah, I saw uh, your wife. Uh, you heard why? Oh, yeah, job, and they John. had they had a replica Post a picture. Actually, it wasn't a replica. It was, uh, you know, in, in Rocky Three, Polly takes his whiskey bottle and throws it at the Rocky pinball machine. Nope, can't say that one that's a, pops out. That's a shame. Yeah. But they had that Rocky pinball machine. Yeah. Um, the the one, well, not the, but they made like a thousand of them, and it was like produced in 1982. But they had a slew of pinball machines over the past 40 years that they've had pinball machines. Did you play Actually, pinball? pinball? Yeah, you could play them all. Okay. Um, and they had like little signs above them saying this is who made this this is when it was made this is how many we made they had one that was actually hercules which is the world's largest pinball 
machine ever made. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. It was huge. It was it was like the twice the size of a actually the, three times the size of a normal pinball machine. Listeners, I just want to point out when I did when I started saying Hercules, Sean did the uh, Mrs. Clump yeah, hand yeah. clap. He slapped his palms yep, together. Yep. You have he to. Was so happy. At that point. But but Gatlinburg <laughs> has the weirdest attractions yeah. that just don't belong there. They're very they eclectic. A, yeah, they had um, a, a, an exhibit of Hollywood cars. Like actual cars that were used on sets of movies. A lot of cars from Fast and Furious. They had a they had the Batmobile from Batman Returns. They had they had one of the DeLoreans. Mm-hmm. They had one of the squad cars from the Andy Griffith show. They, including Barney's sidecar with from that episode where he had a motorcycle with that, a sidecar on They know who they're advertising to. And uh um, what was the other one? One of the Ecto cars oh. from Ghostbusters. Mm. So, uh, very important question while mm-hmm. you were playing pinball. Mm-hmm. Anyone in your family at some point put on the Who's Pinball Wizard? Because, you know, that's how you get the high score. So you, you listen to Pinball Wizard. Oof. I don't know what's happening right uh, now. I don't either. But aside from the pinball machines, <laughs> they had arcade games as well. Did yeah. you play any? Yeah. They had a whole line of all the Mortal Kombat arcades that they ever made. Mm. They had um, Altered Beast, which... I always liked, but apparently it's not a very fondly remembered game. <laughs> All kinds of crazy stuff. Duck Hunt, you know. Ah, uh, Duck Hunt. But it was fun. Um, quite then quite. we moved on to Chattanooga. Yeah. And then and you got to see the Lookouts play, I saw. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. That was Minor fun. Minor League Baseball is always fun. Did yeah. you go to Ruby uh, Ruby Falls? Went to Ruby Falls, did some zip lining at Ruby Falls, went to Rock to- City. See, Did you see Rock City? Yeah. Did you, get a, did you get a birdhouse that says you saw Rock City? We already have one. Boo. Clarissa's, you... Clarissa had been there before, but she wanted me to see it. It was. Did you go I in? Just... Did you go into the mountain and see the actual fall? No, we didn't get to do that. Um, apparently, the the falls at Ruby Falls, they have to this day, they have no idea where that yes. waterfall originates from. Yes, that's true. Somewhere, which is, which is um, the, 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 I kind of like to never know. I they, think they, they literally are trying to figure out yeah. where it comes from, and they cannot figure. Some it out. Some kid will do yeah. it. If they, but if they kid. figure out where it comes from, it just does away with the allure of the place, in my opinion. I think they should never try to Science. find Science. <laughs> One of the greatest pictures I ever took. God. Um, we don't was, see God. Was that Sea Rock City area? Yeah. There was like this this creek. That somebody had put one of those like old timey wooden uh, like windmill looking things that when the water goes over it the wheel turns things mm-hmm. and I caught a picture that was perfect and I don't know where that picture is right now but your story reminded me of did that. you uh, did you go to Jack Daniels no yeah I, I've always wanted to that's a good spot yeah it is yeah, yeah. but um, it was just a really cool road trip we did Airbnb you know those are the way to go yeah I don't I don't you, can, you don't have to pack so heavy they most of them have washers and dryers you can just do laundry washers. Whenever you, washers and dryers I don't look at a safe the same after I visited Jack Daniel's uh distillery mm. speaking See, of he kicked uh, a safe and it broke his toe which <laughs> killed him speaking of I didn't uh, know that yeah broke his toe and it killed him something from, something about when he kicked the safe he got some sort of infection, infection. and it killed him mm. well he t- but he had a he had a temper served him right Speaking of had, uh, had one of them drunk tempers distilled liquor from southern states uh, at the show I was at Saturday. You know, I I, I went and I I pre-gamed. I, I, you know that like that, that wasn't that that wasn't something <laughs> that was new. You know, I brought beer and I was you know just chilling and listening to tunes and having a good time. Were you doing the thing but, where uh, you were listening to the people you were going to see? Actually, yeah, because well, <sighs> no, that's 
the thing is, is it's a very unique thing with something like the dead because I have every show from this tour because they have a service for it. So we were listening to last night's show because we knew everything they got played last night. We ain't hearing tonight. So, you know, we're just, I hadn't listened to it yet. We're like, Hey, put this on. Uh, that's what it doesn't love it, about that music. Doesn't make it better. Chris. Uh, but anyways, um, regardless, like, uh, one of the guys that my came with my sister, uh, he brought, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he brought a bourbon with him and it was some kind of bourbon that was so smooth. It was the smoothest bourbon I'd ever tasted. Like no, you know, in the throat or anything like that, you know, burning sensation. What was that again? <laughs> None of that. Uh, let's just say that did, uh, you don't remember what it was called? That Southern comfort. <laughs> I cannot remember. <laughs> was it a little know. bit salty. Nah, it had a very nice um, rose carved on. What was it? I'm going <laughs> to guess it was probably something Grateful Dead. Was it? Was it clear or was it? No, it was bourbon. <laughs> um, but uh, it was. Uh, let's there's, just say there's, it, a, there's a bourbon. There's a bourbon Clarissa likes. My wife. Your wife. Who? Um, that was really weak. Well, Yellow rusty. No, I'm not. No, no, no. You <clears throat> dropped the ball. How? Because I said your wife earlier, and you didn't do it. So it was called payback for no reason. Cause, exactly. You know, because no for the show, well, why really, wouldn't we pick it right back up the next called, time? It's, I was also, it's I was called also Jefferson's, and it's uh, it's aged on 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 ships, and it kind of accumulates over time when it ages. The saltiness, mm-hmm. it's really nice. But really oh, nice. regardless, so your salty joke was legit. Yeah, but it was a double entendre. Double entendre. Dude, um, thanks. <laughs> regardless, it led to a good night. But it, um, it also basically Blah. put me in a mindset when I got home Blah. Sunday that I sat on this Blah. couch and I did not move and I played the game we're about to talk about. Yeah. And just kind of went, I can do this. <laughs> well, I, the good, I can, the good I thing can is, recover. The good thing is, honestly, John, you could have picked this game up yesterday and, and talked about it. It's, you'll see. Yeah. It, it's it's one of those yeah, I know. I'm just I'm, in general, it's a game that I don't like your attitude. You know what, man? This are we for, officially going into the topic now? Uh have we played we, topic we, time? Or are you trying to eat We don't do to- we don't do topic time anymore. That's how you yeah. wink at him. Got rid of it. I didn't wink, I had something in my eye. Yeah, sure you did. Roll the tape, Chris. <laughs> Let's uh pivot. <laughs> topic time, 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 time. The topic is Super Mario Maker 2. I don't think that the uh, topic time went off right. Yeah, it went fine. I think it just went into time, time, time. It'll be fine. I don't, I don't like that. That's terrible production. Mm, it's the same as he it was doing is. a lot with his hands. Yeah, I know he messed up. Yeah, no, yeah. you can actually literally see it. He cannot do two things. <laughs> see, this is time, time, time right here. You can, mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. see it. And then this is the first verse. Where's topic? I usually, topic. I say topic and then it goes time, time, time. It's the very first thing you hear. I just why'd probably you, didn't put Why'd it your right voice there. go all deep and kind of scratchy, but hack at the same time? <clears throat> but talk. yeah. So, Sean asked me today, he said, did we talk about the first one? And I looked it up. He did some research. We yeah, did. We did. It was it was harder to, to yeah, grasp. It was. Yeah, uh, it was. I don't think you were on the episode. This was back when we were, you know, kind of rotating back when Chris. Mm-hmm. But yes, we did. Yeah. We did an episode because it was called Happy Birthday Mario back in September. I think it was September 23rd, 2015 was when 
we talked about the very first Mario Maker, Super Mario. Yeah, and so now, because I was giving Chris some uh, what they call grief, mm-hmm. um, because when you see the art for this episode, it's going to look fantastic as it always does. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to have a two next to it, and I go, hey, "Why does that look like it says Weekly Games Chat two? And he goes, "Well, it's the second with Mario Maker two, and it's the second one we." Yeah, I said, and that's what it turned out. Did we do the first one? We did, and we did, and you know what, John. We did it well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd like to hear about this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some good news, bad news. I uh, I had some notes. <laughs> and did they blow off your motorcycle? Uh, uh, in the fury and or the haste I was trying to make to leave work, I grabbed my helmet Didn't and I the notes. left the notes. Okay, but man. good news. You wrote it down. That means it's in your noggin that's somewhere. That, that's the bad news. Good news is what you just said. <clears throat> noggin City. Yeah. I think the main thing it's people want to know in there. Yeah. is, you know, some people, I guess, were wondering how would it feel to create stages in a world where you don't have the stylus in a world. or, you know, a Wii U pad, right? Because that was kind of the gimmick of the first one was that. Hey, the the levels on the screen on my TV, and this little, yeah, you literally had a pin. Yeah, the stylus here. Yeah. You know, the Wii U controller. This is where I'm doing all the work to make everything. And the and the answer, short answer, and very quick, and I'm not surprised. Feels perfectly fine. Yeah. It, as as uh, Tony Tony Tone once said, it feels good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and I uh, and I maintain, had Mario Maker launched with Wii U, Wii U would have been a success. Maybe. Maybe. You, main, you maintain? It was definitely, did I say it like uh, that? No. Sounds like something I'd do. <laughs> it's definitely one of the hidden gems of that of that console, uh, for sure. Oh, of the Wii U? Of, yeah. yeah, of course. It It's one of those games, even leading up to this game, if you, uh, and I, I talk about it all the time, how I go like to twitch.tv, where you can also find a weekly game chat. Hey. Um, and I watch people stream every it. Monday. And, and some of my favorite <laughs> streamers, um, one of one of she's in Canada. She's a Canadian guy. Oh, Canada. Her name is the Dragon Feeny. She's fantastic. She's very positive. She does not curse. Yeah. She has Pizza Fridays. She's amazing. She doesn't and, go in the bathrooms at E3. No, <laughs> uh, that's that's a that's a callback to somebody who got in Dr. trouble. Disrespect. Yeah. Who was very famous on the Twitch? Who yeah. took his camera into a bathroom at E3? Oh, I left him off the news this week, and he yeah, got yeah. banned. He's back though. Um, but anyway, she she would stream like mario maker and and there would be a lot of competitions on mario maker and yeah yeah i never really i i i unfortunately i got rid of i, I got rid of that game i still have my wii u which is funny i bought this one digitally because i was like i'm not going to impulsively get rid of this yeah and there's no need to the game has amazing replayability yeah. obviously and it's a very small size file game which yeah. amazed it you know that um, blew my mind hey, i was like it's hey, 2.8 gigs it amazed did you yeah it amazed did me yeah, Chris was. Uh, Maybe I'm amazed. Were we, were we talking about? Um, that was really country. That was. Where I know. They, that's where they say I'm country from something like that. Um, <laughs> how did I? How did we get to the point prior to you purchasing the game where we were worried about the file size? Because I remember you asking me about um, external. I just I you know memory and I, stuff. I'll be honest. Like I remember seeing with the Switch. Like I think it was like Zelda. And a couple of other games when they came out, they were like, look, if you're getting these and you want to get the digital version, you're going to need to go ahead and get an SD card, right? Yeah. Like, and I was thinking, well, you know, I haven't really, since I've gotten my Switch, uh, my second Switch, and I've been buying digital games, it's really just been indie games. So I haven't had anything. I mean, like the largest one was, um, 
uh, Ape Escape or whatever it was called, or Ape Out. I was like three gigs. You know, it was the largest game I had. Really? Uh, so I was, I was very, I was a little worried. I was like, I wonder if this is going to be too much, but no. Too much. Too much. <laughs> it's bam, not, though. Now those blocks and Goombas, they add up. Yeah. Well, John, they, well, they had the cat. Yeah, they added they added some new content that we will talk about. One yeah. of those is the cat that Chris talked about. But uh, I mean, the, the first thing I, I bought the uh, I got lucky. I bought the uh, physical copy at Target. Yeah, and apparently they had a special that I did not know about. Which again, mm. I just said I'm very happy about. And I got lucky. I got a free lunchbox, like a tin nice. a tin lunchbox that um, because is, fourth grade. I don't know. It, it just it was. Hey man, I got a Fallout lunchbox there from Fallout Three, and it just it's cool. Still, I got it for on on the on the shelf. It said uh, free item. You know how Target says if you buy this item, uh, you get this promotional item, and this one was for a penny. Well, when I hey penny, hey. Uh, when I rung it up, she was like, "Oh, it took away the penny. You get your lunchbox for free." And I got like one of the last two in the store. What was the lunchbox? A Mario Maker Two lunchbox? Yeah, it's yellow and it's got the icon of the. It, it's the Mario Maker Two yellow. The whole lunchbox. And it's got wanted, John's Richard just hit the table. Once no, I've always wanted. I've was. always been interested in collecting lunchboxes. Mm-hmm. You start. No, it's that's so much space. You'd need like a. I don't know. You could go to the lunchbox museum here in Columbus, Georgia. Do we have one? We did for. I I don't know. if We still do. I thought it burned down. We have a lunchbox museum. There is. That is something that I did not know. And John, how long have we been a resident? I've been a resident here since birth. Um, 1998. <laughs> oh, but, uh, um, I don't know about you, Chris, but one of the first things that I realized when I played, um, was how, how much it just felt good. Like it just felt so the, good. playing the game mm-hmm. just felt mm-hmm. perfect. If you played Mario maker one, you instantly knew how to play the game, which is a very, very good thing. That's something that we, I would say carried over from the first game. Yeah. Even that, like, that I didn't even do the tutorials. No. I just kind of hopped into it. And yeah. within three minutes, I was like, okay, I know what I'm doing here. This That's is cool. what happens when you hop into it three minutes mm-hmm. later. And you go, bam. Just like riding a bike. <laughs> I was like, I got everything down with this. Um, um, do you want to Do you want to say, um, do you want to talk about the creation part? Or do you want to talk about the thing I think you and I both like first? Oh, the story? Yeah, which was the new, the newest thing they added to the game. Yeah, because there was, there was the first one, it just kind of came with a set of 100 curated it was levels a challenge by like yeah different people like they they sent them out to different designers throughout the video game industry and said hey here are the tools make your mario level and they took the best 100 and <clears> put them into the game or i guess whichever ones they felt i don't remember the, the first game did not have a story mode no like i said it was 100 curated levels they just had curated levels and they had a they had a challenge where you could do i think you could have a hundred lives yeah, and you would be able to go through how far could you make it? However yeah. many levels to get to the end. That was a big thing. A lot of people mm. did. Um, um, but this is a full fledged like, yeah, it's a story. not a deep story, but it's no, a story. It's not. It's it's not deep. No, this I mean, is Mario. It's, it's supposed to be hey, deep. It's girthy, so it works. Okay, Mario in this yeah. one uh, is <laughs> at the beginning. He's working to finish up on building a castle. Everyone's calling him Chief because you know he's crew chief. Uh, but um. Un was it undo dog? I think. Okay, I've never hated a dog more. Yeah, this stupid dog. So they're all looking at the completed castle. Yeah, they're like, Uh, "Wow, this is great. This is great. We did it." Yeah, there's a bunch of toads and toadettes with Mario and this dog with a square thing around his head because it's Mario Maker. Yeah, he pushes this button that's like a rocket, or a rocket goes where. Right into the castle. Yeah, right there. Sounds like something Burgess would do. I think he was just upset that he's 2D and they're 3D. 
I think Maybe, that's what because he is a two D dog. Yeah, he's a two D dog. So what that does is it starts off the <clears throat> the story mode adventure because what happens is um, you're you're introduced to the toad who has these available missions to get you toad coin. Um, and and you what's what's the one on the left? What is the one on the left is Toadette, and she's the she's uh, kind of like the overseer of the yeah. And then yeah. there's um. Then the toad on the right is kind of the job, or he's Taskmaster. That's Taskmaster Toad. Yeah, I was just like, I keep laughing because I was like, man, Taskmaster is like everywhere the last year. It's like he's in Spider Man. He's gonna be in this (laughs) Avengers game. I was like, he's rumored to be uh, in that Black Widow um, thing coming, and then I was like, now apparently he's in Mario too. Taskmaster just everywhere you look. Go. (laughs) Good for you, Taskmaster. I fell asleep. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah. So the idea is that you, on the right, you have options for different components of the castle that you're going to need to get. You need coin in order to get that. So you go to Taskmaster, and he gives you jobs. Don't right? look at him. Look at me. He gives you jobs, and those are the levels. So I think in total there are a hundred levels that you can do in this. Is there an overworld? No, nothing like that. Um, and you, you just see your your castle um, when you go to the one on the left, the toad on the left. She kind of gives you schematics of where you want to start. Um, you have the middle portion of the castle and the two wings, the west, the west and the east wing. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the middle Main section, hall. of course, costs more and it takes longer to build. Yeah, uh, the other two they don't take as long and they they cost a little less to build. Yeah, you start getting uh, after you get the ability to purchase your first uh, building to construct. It, it kind of goes into that thing of like, okay, you'll see two, three, four, five hammers pop up, you know, above it. And you, that tells you, you. Yeah, if you look at many, what's being built, it, it tell you exactly like that Chris tells you how that's the progress of it. And the way you move the progress is you complete the level. Doesn't matter what level it is, as long as you haven't beat it before, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and they range from one star all the way up to four stars, the, the highest For difficulty yeah, level, highest yeah. difficulty. Uh, and it's the same each time. You get five lives at the start uh and you know if you fail then you can start again and you know from the very beginning and you lose all your checkpoints and all that whatever and you'll get coins at the end of the job and whatever coins you picked up in the world while beating the level you get those too so like some of those higher jobs like um i think the four star ones pay out a base of 300 but like you know if you get an extra 100 that's 400 coin i think like the most expensive thing in the game was 2,000 coins. I want to say that's what it was. Something like that. Yeah. Um, it, it, the name of the game, like Chris is saying, is coins. Um, mm. Everything. That, and that's how they tie in the the story to the completion of the rebuilding of the castle. Mm. And it drives you to want to go play the 100 levels that whoever made them made them. Um, and like Chris said, they have difficulties of one. They're easier to not. One of the hardest ones I came across was within the first, what, 10 to 12. It was a... Yeah, they, they give you like a couple of ones and twos to start you out, and yeah. then they start throwing you some threes and fours. But the good thing is, um, every time you basically purchase uh, a building add-on to start construct construction on, it unlocks additional jobs. And they always, it's not like one of those you kinds of, of jobs. Yeah. It's not one of those ones where like the first 20 are going to be all one-star jobs and then two stars, and, you know, it it consistently bounces back and forth. So if you're a player who, you know, for instance, if you're a younger player, uh, you could easily avoid the three and four star ones. Or if there's just a three or four star type of level that throws you for a loop, like there's one that was wrecking me 
uh, consistently where it's basically you're consistently wall sliding down, but there's also this floor of goo beneath you. <laughs> yeah, there is. And if you hit the goo, you die. And at the same time, the level is also consistently is progressing. It's uh, funny. I see what you did there. Some sort of poison. I mean, it was all right. It's your first day back. What do you expect? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. But yeah. but it's a moving level. So, you know, it's if you fall behind too, it's also bad. So, yeah. I just, I could never get it right. I, I mean, saws were there. It was so bad. Well, some um, of the techniques you, you get from playing a, a Mario made level or Mario Maker made level, some of that stuff is no joke. Uh, the makers no. um, on both sets expect you to do certain things and figure out the elements of how to complete the puzzle. And some of them are very challenging. Yes. Um, one of the levels in the story mode involves switches, the on off switch that you would see if you hit it on the blue boxes disappear and the red boxes show up and vice versa. Uh, and some of them you'd have to go and hit it two or three times to get the mechanic to work like you needed to. Um, it's, it's super cool to see. Uh, for me, it was very cool to see how my, my thought process worked on what you might think are just easy Mario levels. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's very good because you can tell the people who made the hundred, the hundred plus or the hundred levels for the story mode, they, they, they were really, they were really good on, they, they didn't want to challenge you too much. They gave you the challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we're going to talk about the ones online here shortly, but well, the, it's a different ball game when you go online. The story mode is getting a lot of, I mean, the whole game's getting a lot of praise, but the yeah. story mm-hmm. mode itself, they're saying this is basically like having a Mario game. It yeah. is. Um, I mean, it really is. There's and, not, and it's kind of refreshing that you don't have to, you're not once again having to go out and rescue mm-hmm. Princess Toadstool. You're just building yeah. the castle again. Yeah. It's the same, I don't know, s- simple-minded, not a knock, simple-minded approach to a story, but yeah, it is yeah. in itself a refreshing story. Yeah. It's much more just about the Toads and, uh, and Mario. Um, Princess only shows up like for five seconds in that Typical. Typical. Uh, but, you know, yeah, the story, it has a little fun moments. Like if you get to a certain point, like something will happen with one of the Toads and you'll go off and do that. But what I like about it too is that, again, if you have young players and they're just not that good, uh, and you fail enough, of course, Luigi shows up and he gives you options. You can either have him do the the level for you can so you can see how it works, or you can uh, basically just go into creation mode to do what you need to uh, to get through the thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's new because Luigi wasn't featured in the first one like he is in this yeah. one. Yeah, he was, I think it was an element, I think he's featured in um, New Super Mario Bros. U. Deluxe, yeah, mm, he has a Luigi. That same yeah. thing. There was that mechanic, um, yeah. but it's cool because he'll pop up and you'll see mm. Luigi, and he says, "Hey, big brother, you're having, you know, you're having some trouble. Yeah. You suck. Can I help you?" And and the first uh, one time I was struggling, and I clicked on it, and I was like, "What? What?" He says something like, "Let me take care of it." And I didn't know that meant the screen goes black, and you hear a literal audio of Luigi going through the level, and then it's, and then it's done. Yeah. So I feel kind of like lame. Are you wearing the construction gear the whole time? No. Um. Uh, so for the most. Cool. Now, there are ones that I've done where he does wear it, but, like, for the most part, uh, it's a mix of you have classic Super Mario Bros. Mario. You have Super Mario Bros. 3. Yeah. Uh, you have the new Super Mario Bros. And then now the big addition to this one. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm, I'm forgetting. Uh, you have Super Mario World uh, Mario. And then the big addition is uh, Super Mario 3D uh world i think it yeah. is yeah so 
Which is know, cool. Which, of course, the big thing, cats. You can yeah meow because that is the greatest addition. I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't know if there's any. I don't, have you done all 100 levels? I have done. No, I've done like it. That's the other good thing. Like for those who are worried, it's it doesn't take all 100 levels to beat the game. Uh, and there is stuff to do with the story afterwards as far as cool costume unlocks yeah. that you can get in our well, unlocks. The reason I ask that is because when you're in editing mode um, and, and it has the new uh, the, the newest thing, the 3D world icon to select that theme for your, you know, your editor, mm. it, it's kind of off centered. It, it seems like they have room for a, maybe another theme that we Possible. don't know about. Yeah. You know how like a game will give a tail like that to where you're like. I wonder if something else goes beside it or even beside that. Wait a minute. Um, I would love for a Mario Maker 3 mm-hmm. or maybe, I don't know, unannounced DLC for this to actually... Because when, when they announced um, Cat Mario and that type of stuff, I thought they were going to do the inverted... Not inverted. The but, way the 3D world yeah, worked. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and let you design levels that way. That would be hard. Maybe a Maybe a sequel could be that plus you being able to kind of create your own Super Mario Galaxy, Super Mario 64 type Dear God. like type levels, if that's even possible. Well, it is, and I think this is a good time to go into the online if you want to, Chris. Sure, yeah. Um, one of my favorite levels I've played so far was somebody, and I don't know how they got this, but it was the Super Mario Galaxy music, and they created oh, their world. All that stuff. Somebody, somebody else created a user. Yeah, that made me feel like I was in Super Mario Galaxy. Aren't was, you guys glad you have... Nintendo Online for this, yeah, yeah. Though um, I am the I'm one just trying to get a you know <laughs> the one knock I've yeah, heard about. John, thank you so much. <laughs> I will say for uh, I have not Chris, played. We're waiting. Yes, thank you. Okay. Uh, the one thing I will say out there uh, that I've heard that is negative about this game, mm-hmm. I haven't experienced it because I haven't played it online multiplayer with other people. But I've heard online multiplayer with other players has uh, some serious <laughs> lag issues. Yeah, so, uh, and I don't know why that consider. would be. I mean, I, I obviously, duh, it's because there's a connection <laughs> issue or whatever. Uh, <laughs> so the the online that you can do, you can do a co-op in the editor mode. Two of you on a local local co-op can create a level. Correct. Um, online, up to four players can play in like a competitive co-op when you're trying to clear the level. Yes. Um, I don't know if they missed a mark on other things. Wasn't, th- wasn't that mode late to the game after some quote unquote well, backlash that something was going like, to no. online play per se was not going to be included in this version? They no, they announced that there was going to be multiplayer pretty early on. The thing that kind of surprised people was that you couldn't just like kind of how we do in cart. Like we couldn't just go, oh, Sean's in the match. Let me join up with Sean oh, and, and play us. Yeah. yeah, so that's it's just that's a, the big. It, yeah, it's a Nintendo approach to it. Hey, you you, you we can um, up to four player co op go try to race to a level. It's a little rough around the edges right now, but you know. Yeah, hopefully it gets patched. But that is if that's why you're buying this game, just keep that in mind. Yeah, you know, uh, it, it may if you can do it, it's probably better right now to do it as local co-op and you can the good thing about this is uh you can download whatever levels you want or you can just kind of do it you know like traditional online where you just hit play and about you know 10 seconds later boom you're in the yeah i I haven't downloaded anything yet they do give you the options if you go to a level that it's i think it's just like the first one if you like that level or maybe you like the if you end up finding a creator that you like you can download their work and play it and you know anytime you want to kind of maybe try to get your world records or find new um, ways to approach the game it's it's amazing there's great search options on there mm-hmm. um 
last night, John, I thought of you because someone made a Metroid level. And it's great because it's a Mario level where I'm going back and right, forth, up yeah, and down, up and down mm-hmm. doing all that. And there's tons of logo logos and cool mm-hmm. music that very much sounds like in the Metroid vein. Might actually have been Metroid music. Um, but that's what's so cool about this is that they really, you know, the 100 levels are a great introduction of what is possible. Like the fact that you can make a cart racer in this if you want to. or you somebody can, did. Yeah. You know, people have. Uh, the fact that you can, you know, do flying um, balloon cart battles uh, that shoot huge fireballs. Huge. You know, things like huge. <laughs> greatest. Um, uh, things like that, you know, from that. Like, I had a cool one I was playing last night that someone made where it was it was supposed to be the uh, concept was parallel worlds. And I had to keep going down. Every time I went down the yeah, tube. It would pop me up into a parallel version of that world. So one world, it would be coins. In the other world, it would be blocks. You know, there would be certain power-ups in one thing. I'd have to go and get, like, a shell to cross a freaking whole entire river of death, uh, you know, in one world and go back to the river of death in the other world to get past the blocks that were blocking off in the other world. Uh, it, it was just really cool. And people, you'll see it littered throughout the uh, screen as you go through people kind of going like i really like this i that is really cool right there this post a picture this reminded me of this part of mario so you know kind of like how dark souls does uh with their online where you know you you definitely get a sense of community without actually playing with someone else yeah so that's really cool and i enjoyed that they did that very Um, well yeah what what he i want to kind of piggyback on what he's saying right now and this was part of my notes that i left at work it's very cool to come into a Mario Maker 2 um, where the creators and the people who, who are putting the stuff online for us to play and enjoy have a full game of experience from Mario Maker 1. So they're coming out of the box and the kind of levels that they're creating from day one are, are simply amazing. Yes. Um, some of the greatest content you're going to – I mean, if you look at it from the sense, just like you did on Mario Maker 1 you're never going to run out of Mario levels to play when you buy a game like this. Now, someone actually built Somehow, and I didn't try it, but I saw it on there. Someone managed to make humongous table tennis on there. Like, you know, with these huge pals that I guess you move by, you know, hitting underneath uh, with the Mario's head or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's just like things like that. You're like, okay, this is on day one. What <laughs> and are you people finding, are already getting this kind of stuff. So, What are you finding to be the most um, used art style? Um, man, that's, I don't know. It's, I would, it's so mixed. It might it, be a Mario three for me. I think honestly, the ones that I've found that are doing more traditional Mario levels seem to be using the new Mario bros one just because it has some beautiful more, art. Yeah. Um, what are the, so what are the things like in front with the design software mm-hmm. for lack of a better term at the moment? What's what is it bringing new to the table that you couldn't do in the first game? Well, the first mm. most obvious one is anything that has to do with the Mario 3D world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's now an option to create isn't your that, palette. Isn't that sort of like on a separate? Like you can't mix the soup the 3D world into correct right. So when you when you pick whichever uh, Mario world you want to use as your canvas, that's your canvas. So so you anything, can't mix anything up. No, no, no. You can mix uh, sounds. Um, Things like that. Like, but as far as that the, yeah, but as far as the aesthetic of the world, like how Mario functions, because, like for instance, you can't make. Uh, if you remember, like in 3D World, right? 
Uh, you could climb, even if you didn't have the catsuit, if there was a tree, you could climb to the top and do a handstand. You can't, like, bring a 8-bit Mario in and do that. You know, it just, yeah. I don't think that would function or look very well. But, you know, I could bring the sounds in for that. And I could make something that maybe has the trees in the background um, or, you know, is at least somewhat a similar level that was designed for 3D World. You, know, you could do those kinds of things. Okay. Well, uh, tell me about the sun, like the mad sun or and there's mm-hmm. the in- implementation of the moon and that turns yeah, things yeah. into coins or power-ups or something like that. Yeah, there's all that. I haven't messed around with that, honestly, okay. too much. But, yeah, you can use the sun in various different ways. There's, there. I feel like, you know, I've seen a lot, but at the same time, I have not seen everything. Like, the tornadoes are back in this one, mm-hmm. so that's really fun. Like, there are levels where you just, you're being teased. There's like a 40 like coin big coin over there and you just mm-hmm. see it and you're like oh it's just some tornadoes and you look up and you're like and there's like 50 things of death above you know <laughs> and you you have to figure out how am i going to get by this uh you playing this on the handheld or on screen i've been just just doing it on screen like one of the coolest ones uh from the story by the way uh sean ran into last night and it it took no, me, I, I, I went like 30 40 minutes bro i had play, i'd just skipped it i'd gone yeah. way past it because i couldn't figure it out yeah, <laughs> it was one of the story created ghost houses. Yeah, it's called a uh, it's called Keymaster, right? So the I idea hate ghost houses. <laughs> oh, you should hate the ones you got to get a certain amount of keys to escape it. It's called Keymaster, and the idea is that you have to at least get four keys to get through uh, this this you know building, right? Uh, but if you want the true ending to everything, as they called it, you have to get at least. Uh, you have to get all five or six, I think it is. I got five, and that's bullcrap. Yeah. It has to be more than that. Do you have a time no, it's, limit? Yeah, it is six, because there's the hidden one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know if you were watching that point, if that was when uh, no, I went up, ghosted. I went through the, the five, and then I yeah. went up, and then I went into the pipe, and then there's like a few more you got to have, and I ran out of keys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyways... You uh, say there is a time limit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you have to figure this out. Like, I just think so. those things are so antiquated. Well, to be fair, Ooh. it was like 400... It's 400 seconds. So you have plenty of time and you have five. Says you. You have... Like, once you started... Sean saw Once this. I saw... And something I was missing is is look for... And this is something that applies to story mode stuff and online stuff. The creators give you visual hints that if you overlook, it's going to make it a little harder on you. But once you see what they're doing... Yeah. If you notice every pipe in that in that level, it matched what you should have brought with you. Uh, yeah, it gave you an idea of yeah. what you were going to need. Like, so you would, you'd come down from the main room through a pipe, and when you landed, right there would be a pal block, block a uh, spring, and a um peak, a the little peep coin, yeah, switch, right, and you have then six pipes that lead up to rooms, and you basically have to figure out of these tools that I've been given that consistently respawn whenever I re air in, what do I need to bring with me to get the key that is probably wherever the way key up is. high? Yeah. Uh, like there was one, you know, Sean, I know you were looking like this key is not invisible on the screen. You just see a spring in the corner on one side and a musical note in the other. And that's it. And you're like, okay, so you go pick up the spring and you throw it on the, the uh, musical note, yeah, musical note, and you start you right? jumping. You look up, and you can finally see the key. You're getting nowhere near this key. So the way you had to solve it was to uh, just to give one spoiler away for this uh, was to go back out, get an R spring, 
and throw two springs in there because two then springs, two springs, um, because then that would give you enough verticality to get. But there. It, w- it wasn't. Oh, I'm just going to jump on the spring right away. Yeah, you got to get your timing right because yeah. they're going to bounce a certain way to finally on that on the bounce that the one you need to bounce off of bounces off the other one, then you bounce off it, and then you get enough height to get the key. Not playing it. <laughs> no, it, you, it it's, it's actually really fun once you start. Once you put two and two together to realize, like I said, the creators are giving you this. Since when do I put two and two together? Chris? Daily. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty rare. But that was a good. I'm glad I figured it out. Chris obviously showed me. A, he showed me the way. Like I said, it took me about. Was he gentle? It, it took me many oh, deaths. Right. Many deaths before I finally of, uh, you know, all five lives before I finally got that one down. Because I was like, just, I was like, wait a minute. Hey, man. They put Breathe, puzzle- bro. They put they put puzzles in Mario's. They put a real puzzle. Ghost houses. I gotta man. do this. There there's another really cool one, um again with a ghost house, uh, where you have the little pea coin thing mm-hmm. floating below and it's got its own light, and then you have your own light, and you have to kind of navigate together to figure out where the jumps are and where the dangers are. Uh and it's just it requires a lot of just, you know, learning and, and kind of becoming an expert of what to anticipate there, but still having the courage to explore your surroundings, understanding that death could literally be right next to you without knowing. <laughs> One of the most frustrating <laughs> levels I've played, um, you couldn't jump. Yes, those are the hardest. Oh, yeah, they, they, they make it to where, like, you have to finish the oh, level. You can't jump and, and you, can you jump. can't. Fall. It's like one of yeah. those dreams where you're trying to run as fast as you basically, can, but you can't run. No, your feet can't can't basically land. I know. They have to stay. But uh, it's the limitations you have from mm-hmm. a dreams from like a dream state. Like you have to. Like you have you're to, punching somebody as hard as you can, but nothing, it doesn't. You're nothing. like you're like looking and like there's a drop that goes straight like this. You know, it's not going to kill you, but you're like, how? How do I make this where it's not a jump? It's, <laughs> and it's, you just sit there fun. for five minutes. Yeah. And you're like. Just looking. Those are the ones even when you fail, you're like, I'm going to keep running to kind of get an idea of what's going to be coming up after the one I just failed on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got to think about it. So, um, Chris, uh, Chris and I were, and I, I briefly brought this up. I don't know if you remember this last night, Chris, but we, uh, we have a show where we have listeners and we have a, a following. So, uh, I think what I'm going to try to do, and I, I think you started on it. I just, I just messed around, <laughs> but I want to, I want to legit make a, uh, weekly games chat, you know, yeah. puzzle for our listeners to give them the unique code to go out there and maybe we'll do a level we created. We'll schedule a night for schedule? the stream on, um, schedule, you know, it's usually going to be Monday at 8 PM, but we'll, uh, we'll pick a week. And if you basically my idea, if you're cool with this, is we just go in and we start making something and we just ask whoever's in that Twitch chat what the heck we should do and whatever it is, we'll try to make it happen. Yeah. I think that'll be fun. What, what, some of the greatest, uh, so what is it called? The Nintendo minute. You know, when you first log into your switch and you go to the news feed, mm-hmm. kit, and, kit and Krista. Oh, wait, yep. That's, late. that's right. Um, they were creating their Mario maker levels, um, during E3. And one of the things I saw them do, I've seen people do before is you, you, you literally draw out what you want beforehand you get your idea going you figure out if you want a level that goes up and down or a traditional you know left to right level and then you think about the things you want to incorporate and it helped it helps you because now you have kind of a a guide to to say okay i want i want the player that plays this later to feel like they made a jump that was substantial and they they had they felt good making it and then you know, you, there's, there's elements you got to think about when you like to play a level the things you like and the one things thing, that work one thing that should be incorporated mm-hmm. 
is the title weekly game chat. You yes. should write that out in coins or blocks or something within the level. We're just going to give him a million coins and put weekly game chat. I, I thought we were going to say your mom's box, peace out, and thug life. There you go. All of that works, too. I was just going to draw a giant Richard. Or we do three levels. The word Richard, John, where's where your mind? We at? do three levels, right? You, you create a level, I create a level, he creates a level. Ooh. Mine's called Peace Out. Yours <laughs> is called Thug Life. And yours is called Your Mom's Box. I'm just going to draw your mom's box. Would they? Would Nintendo <laughs> allow that level? <laughs> Probably it's, not. Well, it's if it's a box, why, why, are, are, they, why are they pink coins? Huh. Um, <laughs> that's funny, Chris, because I was thinking, how do we make it? You know, whatever. Uh, but, um, Sean. Yeah. Do you feel like you've played enough to give yeah, it a uh, Yeah. This, I, I mentioned this is, I was talking to John today. This is a game, um, that you can play for 20 minutes. And <laughs> I played longer. You, you could play for 20 minutes. And if you played the online, you played a few stories and you created a map, you get what's doing. You get what it's doing and what it does. It, it, do it do doesn't good. drop at all for Mario Maker 1, which was a great game. I think it builds on it. It builds on it. It makes it better. It gave us something something new for the kids to play with. Uh, so I absolutely know I can give it a Richard. I know what I'm going to give it. What are you going to give it? it? We're going straight into it? Yeah. 6.5. No. Okay. That's Sunken City. Or Sunken City. Oh. Really? We went there just now like that? <laughs> We're going to talk about I saw, that. Uh, well, you know? I saw it today. I was just like, ooh, out. Doesn't matter, Chris. Yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, what are you gonna You do? go first. No. Nah, I just you you were ready to do Show it. your Richard first. No, show your Richard first. Show them at the same time. Oh. <laughs> Zero, yeah. One, two, three. There's no way you're there's no way you're giving it a seven five. If you say seven five, I'm walking out of this podcast for life. Okay, this, seven um, six. <laughs> <laughs> no. This is a uh um I'm gonna give it the Sean must own on Nintendo Switch stamp. You is that, must is that own, a new thing? Yeah, they're, they're they're now adding it to the packaging. Yeah. <laughs> Sean's must Sean's own. approved. Just must own right next to the Nintendo seal of quality. Yes, that? it has to be. You you need to own this if you have a Nintendo Switch. If you if you only played this game on Wii U and you were thinking, why do I need to play it on Switch? Well, because nobody plays Wii U anymore, and everybody's going to be on <sighs> Nintendo Switch. So make that happen. That's fair. Um, I'm going to give this a nine point two five easy. Ooh. Um. It's it's a great it's it's just a it's a it's a heck of a game, John. Um, I'm I'm I can't wait for you to pick it up because mm-hmm. you're going to, and I can't wait to see what you eventually say about it off air, of course, because um, we're not going to have a podcast titled "John Played Super Mario." <laughs> um, That's funny. Um, hey, the way we do it, we've got 20 minutes to kill before we actually talk about something of substance. That's true. That's not true. Um, you're right. You're right. Alabama mean. football matters. That was it. Does now? What are you doing? Nothing. Why are you trying to stir a proverbial pot, man? Roll Tide. First of all, you don't know what proverbial means. It means not real. Okay. <laughs> it means it means not real. Okay, because there's not really a pot you're stirring. <laughs> John's gonna bring a pot next week and <laughs> just stir it. And you go oh, now what? Now what? Oh. Owned. Uh, I would give it a eight point five. Okay. Like I would go higher, but. You don't like Nintendo or Mario? No, no, no. It's it's that I really do. Hold. Hashtag truth. If Microsoft had made uh, Gears of Gears of Maker Two, <laughs> Gears of Gears Maker, of Halo Maker Two, two. Uh, ten, ten, ten. <laughs> no, I, I just uh, I hold Odyssey and Galaxy in such high regard. But this is when not I say that. those are those are Mario games, though. 
you know, so like to me, if those are tens, then I'm like, okay, it's like an 8.5. It's solid. It's, it's very, great. it's, yeah. Uh, I believe. So you giving this an 8.5 because you feel like you would betray Odyssey and Galaxy. Yeah, sure. So I don't think you it's heard on it here nine. first, folks. Is that not, is that a pretentious thing to do? Oh, one hundred percent. Okay, um, you say that word. I don't think you know what it means. <laughs> it's anecdotal dichotomy. <laughs> All right, but yeah, yeah it's solid. Good stuff. Um, Good stuff. Hopefully, they fix the online. That was the other reason why I think they should be. You know, sorry, you oh. put you put multiplayer online in a game, it should work. Yeah. If if, uh, if I had experienced the multiplayer online, Chris, and it was it was top notch, I'd probably give this game. Dang near a ten. It's Dang so, near somebody. 10? And I can't remember if it was IGN or another site not called ESON that I went to today. Um, I want to say they thought it was almost perfect. Mm-hmm. As far as you know, the, the the way the game is, the title for the system, all the things. So I definitely think it's the best two <laughs> D based Mario game of uh, on that you could get on this system. Suck it, new Mario Bros. Two. <laughs> I didn't play that game, so I have no comment. <laughs> um, Fun fact: Suck it, Mario Brothers. Suck it, two D Mario, new guy. <laughs> suck um, it. But uh, you guys want to do some new? More than anything. Jeez, so long. Yeah. You're being you're you're you can't come back mean, dude. Yeah, you're being mean. Why are you being mean to Mario? What did he do to you? You know those um, moments at the end of Full House and Family family Matters where the strings come up after the character learns a lesson for the end of the show? DJ? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, That's a moment for me right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, DJ. I'm sorry about that, guys. I don't believe you. Smart guy. No, but I am sorry. I do. If I I am coming across as pretentious and rude, it's because you are. It's because I am me. (laughs) (laughs) But. Um, but, the cover, but the coverage, I was excited to hear about this today. I do want to play this. I just... Um, yeah, it's something else you had to play. Yeah, it's yeah. not and, going well. Um, it's sorry. not going well. That's and all that, I've seen you playing is that. But it's not going well. What does he, that mean? He wishes he had a PS4 I wish, version. I <laughs> wish that I'd gotten on Xbox. Or Xbox. Yeah, I'm sorry. Xbox. My bad. Absolutely. 100%. Y'all got two archives. Yes, we do, Punkhead. We got two archives because one's for games episodes that I moved down there and ones for just everything else that gets eventually moved down. So what just happened was we got a notification from our Discord. If you haven't joined that, come join La Familia and hang out with everybody that listens to this show. Um, uh, specifically, it was from Punkhead. Yes. yes. Punkhead just came through with a message that said we have two archives. And if you were part of the discussion, you would have seen that Chris indicated that he was going to create those two yes. archives. I said there are two because... I know there's a bunch of people might just want the ones that are for the games. And then there's just ones that will get like, for instance, like at some point we're going to archive Game of Thrones talk because Game of Thrones is over. Right. But what? Yeah. I don't know if you know this. It ended. Because um, we got to create one for the new show that's coming this fall that we're going to talk about in the news. Uh, so let's Stranger Things three. That, that That's that man's coming. Oh, so close. <laughs> All right. Let's do some news. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News like a god. Yes, we still got it. We got it, guys. <clears throat> I guess I should actually uh, go to the news document though. Huh? There you go. That'd be great. Yeah, there it is. Um, yeah, right John there. and and you can make that. Sh- yep. Uh, you want to hit this first? You do that for you. Welcome back, John. Thanks, man. Like Welcome a pro. Back. 
Because I wanted to say the next one. Well, <laughs> Sean, huh? Chris, PUBG is getting an, a narrative experience. Ugh. Glenn Schofield. <laughs> Hold on. Actually, sorry. That's cool. We're just, I'll read it later. Yeah, don't, we'll do news later. Chris, don't worry about it. Okay, go. This is better. I like this better. Good Glenn job. Schofield, former VP and general manager of Sledgehammer and Visceral Games, has been named head of Striking Distance Studio by PUBG Corp. They have been tasked with creating a, quote, original narrative experience within the PUBG universe, end quote. The report states that Schofield will be rebuilding, sorry, building a, quote, world-class development team from the ground up, end quote, to help create this new narrative experience within the Player Unknown's Battlegrounds universe. You guys have played PUBG. Yeah. Is there, uh, because of the way this, the mechanics work in PUBG, if you put in a if you if you put in a narrative experience, do the mechanics have to change somewhat? Yeah, because going around a, corners, the way you no, not that. I mean, it's a first person shooter first yeah. and foremost. So, I, I for me, hmm. PUBG. I mean, it's still they still have their player base, right? Um, the the allure to for me for PUBG was that it was an unknown. Why am I at this uh, this gathering area about to get on this plane to go try to kill everybody I'm standing by? It, there was something just very cool about that. Yeah. I don't know that I'm going to be, you know, the biggest well, maybe fan. Maybe that's the narrative experience. You, you could Play, actually explain. Everybody else is an AI. And you could, yeah, you could actually kind of explain why this this island is the way it is as far as the main one. But I don't I don't want that in PUBG. Sure. Uh, and who knows what it will be like, you know, if, if it will be a thing where you have two teams going against each other and like, you know, you each have your own narrative thing going on, kind of like how Titanfall did. Or if it is just like, Hey, this is taking the mechanics that are rock solid, right? You know, that everyone really likes and saying, here's another reason to give us money for PUBG. If you're bored and you want something different, here it is. Or maybe it gets more people into the game. I don't know. Who knows, dude, there's already enough people in the game. <laughs> What's the last time you played? Why aren't you in the game right now? It's funny. Uh, it's it's uh dare I say it's been a while, John. Since the last time I played. We're good? We're good on the home front, John? The end yeah. of the world. I don't believe you. Lies. It's fun. Lies. It's like it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Um it's good. I, I love that you're back, John. But what do you really love? Um what I also love is a big install. Hey, oh, yeah, a big install. Like a god. Yes. Uh, so the space needed for Cyberpunk 2077, which uh, we all three are going to play, and everybody who listens to this show is going to play, uh, has been revealed by Game Pressure. Uh, the <laughs> PS4 version will need at least 80 gigs of space. That's a gape. <laughs> that is uh, that's a that's a biggin. Um, this Very is more bigger. This is uh, more than twice the size of The Witcher 3's install, and 13 gigs larger than Days Gone. I, mm-hmm. Do I remember Days Gone having a large install? Yeah, it was like 60 gigs. It was surprising. Um, at this time, it is not known how much space will be needed for Xbox One, although 4K support will be included in the relevant Xbox consoles. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition, it has been reported that CD Projekt Red is working on three games set in the Cyberpunk universe. Woohoo! That's good. Uh, unless this game tanks, which is not going to. It's going to be great. No. Um, according to a statement from the company, quote, our next big project will be in the cyberpunk universe. And there were air quotes over cyberpunk. And we're already working on it and treat it as a really big and innovative project for us. End quote. The third project is a multiplayer component to the upcoming and aforementioned 
Cyberpunk 2077. Did I say aforementioned? No. Mm. You added that? I did. That was an That ad-lib. sounded good. Yeah? You liked it? Like a god. Well, that like seems to god. be their uh, their layout, by the way, uh, because you know three Witcher games, so now you're getting three Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. And and actually, if you think about it, like say this comes out here, and then like say two three years into next generation, there's your sequel, and then two years after that, the finale. Then you could come back and be like, by the way, for the next console generation, or who knows how long it will go, right? Years we're finally coming back to Witcher, and it's been like ten years or something like that. Yeah, well, let's hope they avoid the crunch. Um, but what if they have a card game and it's called like Twint? <laughs> Twint from the makers of Gwent. Twint. Twint. In a world of Cyberpunk 2077, I would be like, why? Why are you playing card games in the future? Because um, I want 3D chess or something. Uh, Keanu Reeves is going to be the card dealer. Yes, he is. Old Johnny Silver. And that's going to be fantastic. Speaking mm-hmm. of which, did you see uh, what started filming this week? I did. Yeah, that made me. Bill and Ted 3, Man. John. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Showed, uh, showed Bill wearing his Wild Stallion shirt. Dude, I will watch that movie on open tonight. I never got it, but that are surprising. you shocked? Yeah, I'm not <laughs> no, surprised we, Did you hear us bash you about the Toy Story stuff after we watched it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, John you heard, doesn't you, have a heart. Uh, so you heard that podcast? <laughs> Up to that point. And then I and then threw, threw my laptop. Yeah. And, Speaking uh, of which. Uh, and never coming back. Um, but oh. regardless, <clears throat> we have things to celebrate. I know I know. Chris is excited about this. Well, I mean, oh, you know, CD Projekt Red did so good on that game Chris talked and played. The, the Yeah, we almost changed our name to the Weekly Witcher, Witcher Chat. Chat. Yeah. yeah, It was for 2015. Netflix has revealed The Witcher. Something just Sorry. happened, and something, our podcast is ruined. Something just happened. Well, I guess it's okay now. Yeah. It's Netflix, just the, uh, the Witcher, has shown off new photos of cast. Oh, my God, Chris. Showing Geralt of Rivia. Geralt. Siri and Yennefer in full costume. According to synopsis from Netflix, quote, based on the best-selling fantasy series of books, that's key there. Yes, because it's not video game, right? The Witcher is an epic tale of fate and family. Geralt mm-hmm. of Rivia. Do we got to say of Rivia every time? A solid. Yes. Oh uh, my this God. is a solitary monster hunter struggles to find his place in the world. <laughs> that was my like a god. Right where people often prove more wicked than beasts, but when destiny hurdles him toward a powerful sorceress with a gape, and a young princess with a dangerous secret <gasps> and a gape, the three must learn to navigate that gape. The increasingly volatile continent together. Yes. The show will also be heading to Comic-Con in San Diego on July 19th. You, you know yeah, about, I think it's supposed you know to be coming. Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be coming. They're saying fall. They haven't given a date yet, but I'm guessing Comic-Con will probably. I would, I would think they're going to release the trailer and also <laughs> give us the date. So, Chris, you are the resident Witcher guy. Yeah. What do you think of uh, Henry Cavill as... Geralt. Um, the one thing I have yet to figure out is if he actually has the cat eyes. I know he's got the hue to his eyes, like you know they're not they're not the brown or of course the baby blue contacts he wears uh, when he's playing soups. But um, <laughs> like that, you know, hue. It, it doesn't look like I couldn't tell from the pictures they released if he's actually got the kind of cat eyes that are they yellowish in the game? Yeah, they're like yellowish, and then like they're the cat like slits, yeah. you know. Like that kind of thing for the pupils, uh, but um, 
<laughs> yeah, looks good. I mean, you think he, so? He looks. He, he looks from like from Geralt. Every, from everything <laughs> I've seen, he looks like I'm not going to say Riviera or whatever the that guy. He looks like Geralt. Um, yeah. I got to say, I got a lot of faith in Netflix. I know I'm going out on a limb here when I say yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but one of my favorite movies ever came from the from Netflix. What? It was an, an original Netflix movie, and it's called Bright. Oh. Not a lot of people like oh, that the movie. Will Smith one? I love. I never watched it. Love, love that movie. And that's based in a sci-fi kind of fantasy-esque world. And all of those that... that yeah, there's an orc and there's um yeah. there's elves and there's wands and there's all kind of stuff. Hmm. And all of that, like they have the 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 modern day, you know, backdrop, but all of the, the It's like a buddy cop movie, but kind of wrapped in a bunch of yeah. fantasy lore. Yeah. But but the way they do the fantasy stuff, I know they can nail it. Like the, the yeah, Netflix yeah. studio has the money, the vision. They're gonna do it right. I'm excited to watch it. I hope it turns out well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some people were actually a little surprised because he only shows in the photo with one sword. Um, because in the game, he always has two swords on his back. Two swords. Uh, it has been clarified. And that's what I thought was the case. Cause I thought someone had told me this before. He has, uh, he does in fact have two swords. It's just like in the books, he generally only is carrying the one on him and the other one's on Roach, his horse. Usually at all time, and he pulls it out whenever he needs it. Yeah, he does. You know, he's like, oh, I'm going to fight a monster. Let me grab the monster sword versus the one that's like on his back, which is like, just kill people if I need to. You think people are going to struggle with there like, might be parsing, parsing, because most of the fandom, let's mm. be real, comes from the game. Really from the third one, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's when it came into the mainstream. I don't think they will. Like, it might take a little bit, but to be fair, those... That game is still so hardcore based on what the books set up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they didn't really stray too far from things. I think that we'll still see that, you know, there'll be plenty there that as long as they're staying true to the source material, you know, you're still going to get your Trish Evergold. You're still going to get Yennefer and Siri and Geralt. I'm sure you're going to get uh, some other good people along the way, too, that are memorable characters from that series. Well, hopefully they will remedy the lore. Uh-huh. Oh, I see of the what books you did. the books and the games. Pivot. Well, I don't know if you know this, but speaking of remedies, <laughs> it's a pivot. Alan Wake gets a remedy. Pivot. I like this pivot. Uh, remedy Entertainment, that is, has acquired the publishing rights to Alan Wake, <gasps> the game it originally developed exclusively for Microsoft's Xbox 360. According to Global Newswire, Remedy has just received a one-time payment of 2.5 million euros million. Uh, for world royalties on previously released games. In the announcement, it stated, quote, in relation to this, the publishing rights of Alan Wake games are reverted to Remedy, end quote. With the IP and publishing rights now in their hands, one can now look forward to a sequel someday, perhaps, huh? Remedy yeah. is currently finish, finishing up work on Control, so... Uh, let's can let's uh, limit your expectations. Don't expect it too soon. Yeah, I think they they have said before that the main reason they haven't made more Alan Wake games was basically because it was in Microsoft's you know ballpark, and Microsoft you know the Alan Wake sold okay, but it was always a cult hit. Yeah, right. It was not a especially with how much they spent on it. It was nowhere near the hit. Solid I think they game were looking though. For. But yeah, it was just like you said, it was a cult hit. So you know whether it is a <laughs> That didn't sound like what you said. <laughs> what do you think I said? Uh, uh, drop the L and put another word in there. Maybe. Well, yeah, it's fine. But um, 
you know, maybe they could take this and instead of it being something that is a a huge, huge. triple age uh triple H <laughs> triple A game, instead they could say, Okay, let's do something more like Life is Strange, where it's episodic, which is what Alan oh. Alan Wake is Alan Wake was is designed to be episodic too. Then why didn't they design it that way? They did with the the undead nightmares. Yeah. Fair I enough. I don't yeah. like how you bounce from side to side. <laughs> That's kind of my head, Bob. Yeah, but why I will take more Alan Wake. That me. It's your turn now. Speaking of woes, wow. Mm. You let, this pause has gone too long. Yeah, yeah. This. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank you. That, for that. pivot. Had this some news bit is about woe. <laughs> oh my god it's about it's wow fine. hey ladies and gentlemen it is his first day back and the woes that it experienced wow well, hasn't gotten any woes yeah it, it's uh, excessive yeah, yeah 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 read yeah. it right john I, dumb i suck <laughs> titan the mmo and uh sean for also moon of jupiter massively multiplayer online thank you yeah that was positioned to succeed world of warcraft was reportedly canceled due to blizzard's inability to control the project's scope and ambition. Mike Morhane, me, co-founder and former president of Blizzard, shared the the, 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 the details. <laughs> I wanted to say details, but it came out details. Oh, no. And then you froze. <clears throat> Quote, we've tried really hard not to announce any games that weren't ready to be announced, or we weren't sure that we were going to release them. Titan is an exception to that where we were going to release them. Titan is an ex- God, did I just do? Did, no. Okay. Just read it. It's Titan a quote. is an exception. Titan is an exception to that where we wanted to be our next, we wanted it to be our next generation, our sequel to, to sort of World of Warcraft. We took a lot of our senior developers and put them on this project. And I think where we really failed was we failed to control the scope. It was very ambitious. Yeah. Sean. Yeah. Do we need a sequel to WoW? No. Do we need a successor uh, to WoW? No. no. And Chris is shaking his head too. Just, just continue to make WoW good, and people are going to keep playing it. How um, has the drop well, off? To been be fair, this wasn't started. This wasn't meant to be the actual like straight up like sequel to no, WoW. No, no, it was meant to be success for something yeah. to take its place. It was meant to be like, hey, we need a new MMO that's more modern. And they were like, well, that's kind of what a I lot of people know. do. They need that. Yeah. No, some people thought <laughs> Titan was going to be based off of uh, Starcraft, which makes sense because you were like, if it worked for Warcraft, why can't it work for Starcraft? Wait, wait, hey, well, yeah. perfect sense, right? Yeah. Well, the question I would, I mean, a couple of years ago, we were reading the news about the 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 significant drop drop in WoW's. Yeah, I mean, player base. It's only significant because it was only so it was so high. I get that. Yeah. I get yeah. that. But uh, but no one reports on it anymore these days. What, so I'm wondering, is their recent successful DLCs have they they've been, they've been yeah, they ramped I mean, up user? They will never be what they were. Cataclysm mm-hmm. again, I think. Yeah, and that's fine because that's the, the game has changed. I, I don't ever. mean. I didn't mean that to. Yeah, you know, the only game who has come close to their numbers ever has been ESO and it took five hard years for them to do it. And the fact that, you know, and and to be frank, the fact that they have elder scrolls, you know, that's what, um, but, uh, no, that's a bad joke. No, (laughs) um, 
But uh, I don't even get the joke. Yeah. In Wayne's world, somebody said, "Can I be Frank?" And Garth oh, said, that, "Can I nice still be Garth?" Oh, <laughs> so, um, yeah. oof. party time! Excellent. But uh, anyways, <clears throat> uh, you know, I think they in the end what they realized was doing an MMO in the modern age was going to be very, very hard, which is why they said, okay, let's take what we have here and make what's been their biggest hit since Warcraft. Biggest so, what? Hit. hit. Okay. Yeah. And Overwatch. You know, like a success. And now they make tons more money <clears throat> off the back of loot boxes that apparently are called surprise mechanics. That's right. Yeah. That's what they say. I love surprise <laughs> mechanics. Yeah. Good thing I wasn't here for that one. Yeah. PR speak. <laughs> Oof. Uh, Hey, speaking yeah. of things no, that are I got this. Big. Oh, my God. It's good to have the three of us back together for this <gasps> oh, week, huh? I love a good threesome. Yeah. So there were another big three that got together, guys. Oh, yeah. It um, was messy. <laughs> earlier last week, <coughs> Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft all petitioned <laughs> petition, to the United States government to reconsider their stance on tariffs placed on goods imported from China to the U.S., the trio issued a collective statement responding to U.S. Trade Representatives' request for public comments regarding its implementation of said tariffs, saying, quote, We respectfully request that the administration remove HTSUS subheading 9504.50.00. Going very dick uh, down the line here. Ooh. <laughs> Covering video game consoles from the final list of tariffs and thus refrain, refrain from applying tariffs on these products. End quote. The tariff is being imposed by the current administration as part of a wider economic standoff between the United States and China and would include a 25% increase on video game products. Mm -hmm. This is no bueno, by the way. Um, quote, while we appreciate the administration's efforts to protect U.S. intellectual property and preserve U.S. high-tech leadership, mm -hmm. the disproportionate harm caused by these tariffs to U.S. customers and business will undermine, not advance, these goals. And that is the end quote. Fair. I think they, and what, they just like announced the other day, right? Like that pretty much they, I thought they said like, okay, hey, the, the tariffs are off again or are on hold from being implemented. So I'm not surprised that that happened, but yeah. Well, look, there's, there's people that, uh, that are, that live in Gatlinburg. Oh my, here we go again. Who might say that these three companies want cheap labor. To build their so products in China. Oh my god. Well, most so of their that we stuff can is save building, money. Most of their stuff is built in Taiwan, <clears throat> isn't it? I think cheap labor in Taiwan. <laughs> yeah, that ain't going away. I think the I big think, I think uh, Nintendo actually was kind of shifting resources over to Taiwan from China in anticipation to for what's going on. I, I would think the big reason why they wanted this or didn't want this is more so to do to be honest, they're all trying to crack into the China market. They have been for the last couple of years. It's been an up and down battle. And about the last thing they want right now no. is to know whatever goes into China that they ship is going to have a 25% tariff put on there. Sony's uh, not going to pay American tariffs. No, 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 no. Remember for a Japanese China, company that's shipping to China. Yes, that's, but China. It's was, about yeah. it's about It's about the manufacturing costs that are going to incur. Yeah. And I they're mean, just and like any company would do, they're just gonna they're going to be forced to pass that expense yeah. on to the consumer as opposed to pay it up front themselves. 
But and I thought, like, again, most of their stuff, again. They've said it in the statement. I just didn't include it. Yeah, I thought it was Taiwan is, like, where all this stuff is made. It's not made in China. <laughs> Apple, on the other hand, all their stuff is made in China. Mm. They're they're the ones really screwed. Maybe that's true. Yeah. But I think it's a smart move for them to partner. And, I mean, I don't know. I just hope this all gets resolved. I sympathize with both with mm. with both approaches. I'm a free trade guy. It's just how do you be a free trade guy if you know that you're trade partner is not going to be a free trade guy with you yeah. it's like how do you respond to that how do you you know it's just not ideal mm. at the moment it's never perfect you know what's also not perfect sean Didn't sean can name a few this things is not on me yeah i know i'm just asking you it's not <clears throat> perfect you jeez was, was that too much google just, stadia yeah. i was no it's it's gonna be great i've already got right, my founder's edition to you <laughs> Data Sorry, buddy. You don't? No. You're not going to get it? Not after. Yeah. We'll talk about it. All right. Google data caps and more. Mm. Google Vice President Phil Harrison believes that the internet service providers will adapt to accommodate video game streaming. By this, he believes that internet providers will begin raising data caps to permit increased levels of data required by Google Stadia. Quote, data caps is not a universal challenge. The ISPs have a strong history of staying ahead of consumer trends. If you look at the trend... Over time, when music streaming and downloading became very popular, data caps moved up. And then with the evolution of TV and film streaming, data caps moved up. Did I, re- mm. did I do that again? No, it's, no, it's, it's exactly what it needed to say. Just read what you wrote. I'm in my own head. Yeah. Yes. And we expect that that will continue to be the case. In addition, games purchased for Google Stadia will not be removed from your library if purchased of purchased games, even if the game is removed from sale. Mm. Phil Harrison uh, clarified, quote, Now, there may be, as we've seen in the past, times where the developer or publisher no longer has rights to sell to new players, and that means that the game will not be available to new players, but it will continue to be available to existing players. But to, but to specifically res- answer... None of that is bad news. I think Google Stadia is too soon, and it's going to fall flat on its face. When did this change? A change. It's been gradually changing over the past few months. Now, don't get me wrong. I I could very well be wrong, and I know people who think it is the wave of the future, and very and it very well may be. And Google might have the ability, the financial resources, of course, to sustain that dry. Yeah spell but i would argue that this obviously is coming out this fall Mm -hmm. you currently have your own consoles that are going to run all the games that google stadia is going to provide when it launches there is fundamentally no reason to purchase this software for at least not software but this this service for a whole other year we won't know until a year later whether Google Stadia is going to be offering anything different than what the competitors are. I think I think in a year, Google Stadia would be a very attractive, cheaper option mm-hmm. as opposed to the $500, assuming yeah, $500 Xbox and PS4s. But then we get this news, and it's something that people have raised, that you're going to be constantly eating up bandwidth and you're going to get that crazy bill on your monthly... I mean, people who game the way we game, mm-hmm. 
I don't know that Google. I've got unlimited I I know, internet it's, at home. It's fifty. It, but it's there's a data cap. Where you are. Most 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 of them that say unlimited, yeah. they punch in that data cap after so many. Uh, I know mine doesn't. It literally doesn't. <clears throat> I think it's okay. gonna really just depend where you live mm-hmm. and how things are. Like yeah, for someone like Sean. I, I do feel bad for you for something like this because I, I know how limited your options are. But for something like Columbus, right, uh, we have so many I, ISPs. We're, we're lucky that way. And you just understand, like, look, if someone figures out that it's a market that's wanted and they go, okay, well, we're not going to put hardline charges on data caps because that will grab that market. You will quickly see everyone else in the market eventually go. Okay, screw data caps in the, yeah. in this area. That will be you know capitalism, right? Um, <laughs> but on but the other assuming, hand, assuming I mean he's 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 making a very educated guess. Yeah, yeah. I grant him that. I, I, I'll but say, but it's going to take a while before. <laughs> yeah. Internet companies go. Yeah. yeah now the, we need. To, we're not just going to respond to Google. He's right in the sense of probably how the the major populated areas will go. Mm-hmm. They will adjust to, and he's right. Like, cause you know, a couple of years ago, six Verizon, months down the line, a year down the of, line. Uh, well, I mean, it takes time, but I don't, the thing that matters is really how they've built their plan. We don't know that if they're smart, they've made this where they expect it to be a slow build as opposed to an immediate cash in. And again, as long as they are willing to ride that, you know, early hard times, you know, think of VR. VR a couple of years ago was hard times and was a lot of waiting. And now you can kind of see the wave is coming. It's becoming more and more accessible and and easy. You know, Sean the other day was like, I want an Oculus. Uh, Which one was it that you were looking at? The The Quest, right? The Quest, yeah, because it had a Vader game. Yeah. A Darth Vader game looks amazing. Anytime you put Vader in there. Yeah, but Sean, to (laughs) me, Google Stadia will have the opportunity to sell me in the fall of 2020. Because mm-hmm. right now, in the fall of 2019, Google Stadia is not offering any new content that won't be available on any other console yeah, out perk. there. It's, 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 giving simply, you, it's simply a perk. When no, I, but can, it's, it's I can you, already play a game in 4K. I can already pay right. and I can, I can buy games for 60 bucks without having to pay an additional s- subscription fee it's, of it's telling you, a month. Get in on the Founders Pack. There's gonna be, you're going you're gonna to be one of the first to experience it. And it's going to show you, oh, my God, when that new Xbox comes out or that new PlayStation comes out, I don't need those systems. I can save my money. And I've, I, already, I've already spent $129. Well, but all I'm paying for is early access to a name. Really, the founders back Not all true. they're doing is, honestly, they're just trying to make sure the service is going to work. That's, Possibly. That's all they care about right now. They don't, and, I, and, and in the meantime, I can play Doom on the Xbox One X. You sure can, but not, not with the exclusive guinea- controller. <laughs> but I would actually... And not be a guinea pig for Google Stadia. Yeah, but I'm more than likely... I'm not paying them to test me. More than likely, if it does work, works. if they've got it right, I will say 2019, the one, or I'm sorry, early 2020 before the fall, the big allure would be if they are giving you PC quality. Because 4K on a PC... It's, it's going to be notch. true 4K, yeah. and it's going to be 60 frames. It's going to be better than anything that's on Xbox One or PlayStation 4 at that point, right? Sure. The question will be, what's the next jump up? And guess and who's going to be playing the, it? You know? This guy. Because I'm going in on day one, John. So, yeah, listeners, don't worry. I got you. <laughs> <clears throat> you know I also got you? It's Xbox going to be golden. PlayStation. The times I'm going to have on my Stadia. Hey, those are things. Uh, July, speaking of gold, <laughs> July's Xbox games with gold. Uh, you got Inside, Ooh. which is a good one if you haven't played it. Remember Nutsack? 
Uh, there's a Big Crown Showdown. Which is the name of your Richard. <laughs> big, crown big old Big Crown Showdown. Uh, you got Castlevania Symphony of the Night for Xbox 360. <clears throat> you got Meet the Robinson. I think it's Sons. Yeah, I know. I'm looking at the news team yeah. for Xbox 360. Uh, I'm going to do the PlayStation 2. Is that cool? Yeah. Uh, PlayStation Plus for July. And this was after the removal of PES 2019. Ooh. You're going to get the digital deluxe edition of Detroit Become Human. I'm going to get that. Yeah, I do. Uh, and you're going to get Horizon Chase Turbo. Not to be confused with Horizon Zero Dawn. Or Horizon right. Chase Slow. <laughs> I do you want to look over here? Yeah. Um, oh, these are out I today. I think it was something. Let's see. Uh, they were, people were wondering why they switched this out, but according to Acid Sugar, who runs our Discord, uh, he says that he heard the reason that was changed was because customers were disappointed when compared to the amazing games you got last month through PlayStation Plus. Of course, PlayStation Plus has gone through some changes. You used to get a lot more games through the service every month, but they eliminated support for the PS3 and PS Vita games through it. So, you know, I think people are... Like, what was it? Last month, it was Borderland, the Borderlands uh, Handsome Jack collection. So, I guess people are like, really? No, I get PES, which I'd be like. PES is solid. Yeah. I mean, I was like, you got a game. But it's a niche, yeah. niche audience yeah. of sports games. Unless you're talking about Madden or NBA 2K. Yeah. That's not true. It's still a soccer I know. Game. It sells well, you know, worldwide. In the world. But nobody cares. Chris doesn't certainly care. Well, I know, but you can't say it's niche when the world plays it. Niche, because, niche, niche. Because we don't. Niche. <laughs> niche. <laughs> I'm so you know when you when you uh, you're hungry oh so much yeah you know what's gonna happen you keep this up and we're not going to Chipotle I'm I'm done being a jerk I don't believe it well I'll consider John leaving Chipotle on the table while you consider that consider this Sony what considering studio acquisitions copycats Sean acquisitions is not the same as acquiesced (laughs) Sony acquiesced Sony is considering acquiring more development studios as if they need them as it gets ready for the launch of the PS5. Sony Interactive Entertainment president and CEO Jim Ryan said that the, quote, content is more important than content, John (laughs) content. The content is more important than ever before, end quote. Also, quote, (laughs) companies new to the games industry looking at the market with hope of something we definitely welcome. Sony Interactive Entertainment has 25 years of experience in the games industry and has big assets. Yeah, big yeah. gaping assets. Yeah, they do. In quote. This kind of tells me a couple of things. One, they Sony studios. Sony and X <laughs> Sony and Xbox are gearing up with this many studios so as to make their platforms more attractive than ever before to play on to be part of the answer to Google Stadia. Mm-hmm. That's number 1. Number two, Sony's announcing this tells me or gives me a hint that Xbox is doing something Maybe. correct. Um, I think it's also the fact that they had uh, they did their yearly whatever presentation for Sony as a company here recently, and it's becoming just more and more apparent like how much of Sony as a company now is dependent on PlayStation. Like that is becoming very quickly their primary driver. So it's like, if that's the yeah, case... Yeah, it's at the very top of the list. Yeah, like, if that's the case, then why not mm-hmm. keep investing? And, if, like, you can get... The big one, of course, for them that makes the most sense is Insomnia. If you can... Uh, Insomnia. Uh, if you can get them on board and say, like, look, dudes who make Spider-Man are now with us forever. 
and we can have them work on whatever we want. And if they want to make more Ratchet Maybe. and Clank, go right ahead. God, like we don't, we don't have to worry about that. They go, sorry, we'd like to do that project, but it's going to have to wait a little bit because we just signed a deal with Nintendo or Xbox or you know whoever. You know, whoever, whoever. I just think Sony's looking for the next Tim Schafer because he's amazing. That's yeah. Uh, I, I would. I'd, I want to just hang, Tim Schafer. I just yeah. name dropped. I don't do that often, but he really resonated with me on. I like going to work on Excel stuff. I like yeah. his personality. It's fantastic. Yeah, I want to just hang out with Tim Schafer. Yeah. So, hmm. um, Chris is going to play this next game for sure. <laughs> so we have a sequel confirmed, and we always like to confirm <laughs> things. Uh, Nino Cooney, a level five president, Akihiro Hainu, or Hinu. Confirmed that a new Nino Kuni game is currently in development. There will be a release date announced sometime after the release of the upcoming movie premiering in Japan on August 29th. It's reasonable to assume, you remember Umi, <laughs> that the project is a couple of years away from completion. I love a good completion. Yeah. But I'm never a couple of years away, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> they are the, the the best part of this <clears throat> is the fact that I know that they're making a remaster of the original Nino Cooney. The I one s- that Chris played? No, he played the, two. the two, follow yeah. up. Um, They've said the, he, I think he might have played the original, I don't know. But I'd never uh, I don't know. Well isn't the two the sequel? <clears throat> it's yeah so why is. why is there a sequel? To the sequel? Well, to be fair... Because there's Gears okay. of War 5, baby. When they say sequel, too, it's it's very much um, in the vein of... Um, yeah, they're not... Like Final Fantasy. They're there independent are their stories. Own stories, yeah. Own characters. Own Standalone? Time. But it's also coming... Worlds. The remaster is also coming to the Switch. So well, hopefully it's not a... You've had a lot of great experience with Switch games. There's just no excuse for this. <laughs> um, level 5... Yes, there is. It's called the Switch is not as strong as the Xbox or PlayStation. Nope. nope. Level 5 nope. is... Uh, nope. Not it. I want to say now that they own this game because the first one was done in coordination with the the dudes who do like all those wonderful Japanese artistic moves that come over to the West, like Ponyo Spirited and Away. Yeah, Spirit Away, all that kind of stuff. Now their studio is the sole one working on it. I would expect that this will be a series that until it dies off or just hits a bad run, right? Mm. We'll we'll probably see a new Nino Kuni game every two, three years, which is awesome. Uh, that game is very beautiful. Yeah. You know what else that was beautiful, Chad? Finally this week. And I really think you should use a different sound effect. Finally this week! No, uh, it needs to be it needs to be more like uh, it needs uh, to be like finally this week. So like find one that's really deep uh, like that. You can even try one out right now if I, you wanted to. Uh, I'm messing with this on the phone. Uh, Why? Uh, Why are you nervous, man? This uh, is what DJs do. Finally uh, this week. That's better. It's yeah. been a long time. It was time. really just a voice. It's yeah. been a long time. Yeah, that's yeah. better. Anyway. Finally this week. Kratos was almost cut. Yeah, I read this story and I can't wait for you to read it to our audience. It's mind blowing. Don't be kind. You know, in hindsight, anyway. Corey Barlog, the director of God of War, the Still greatest late. game of 2019, uh, 18, sorry, huh. recently discussed the idea of Santa Monica cutting Kratos from the game during the early planning stages. Kratos was going to be in Red Dead? Quote, early in discussion, people were saying we had to get rid of Kratos. It was like, quote, he's annoying, he's done. Yeah. In other words, people felt like the antihero narrative had been well played out, particularly in this character. Barlog managed to convince the team to keep the character by telling a transition narrative brought on by the idea of our children making us better, which is such a false premise. <laughs> um, yeah, and to be fair to him, he uh, he accomplished that because it was a character that... Oh, this I, game like would have 100% failed without Kratos. Yeah, if, 
if but if this had been Kratos from like God of War three, Kratos would have failed anyway. Yeah, it would have failed anyway. So yeah. like people, he's right. People were done with that, and, and that's fine. Like that has its time, its place, and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. But it's like I think that's what makes them so impressive with this is being able to take a character that um, has been defined a certain way for so long. And finding a way to make it fresh and interesting again. It's a very hard thing to do. But when you pull it off, these are the awesome results you get. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Kratos was originally designed for a world that... In a world. Where gameplay was king. But now you have to wow us. Some people say it's good. I say it's iffy. You have to wow us with narrative. You have to... Yes. You have to touch us on an emotional deep resonating level it's all them naughty dog and yeah. red dead faults yeah so it is what it is yeah and in this case it was much better for it yes yeah um red I, dead on the other i hand. can't imagine Classic. like you, and i know you guys just said that but think about this <laughs> that it's it's just like the kid or it's not kratos in the game it's something else true what it if just, kratos was just kratos with the kid like stay here kid i gotta go <laughs> If he's like, I gotta go make like, it with his nymph. If he did that boy where he's just like, hey, I think you need to go up there. And he just looked at me and was like, thank you so much for your idea. That's his, and walked over. That's his favorite quote. It is. It is. It's, still, it's literally the only one he says ever. <sighs> it is, but that's what I remember. And I, that was when I said, all right, Kratos, um, it's been a fun ride. <laughs> no, that's when Greg Miller told you to feel that way. Yeah, he was right. Meant, yeah. Oh. Of course he was. That was a zinger right there, huh? That was a top-notch zinger. Yeah, that's payback time coming, right? Ooh. What? I don't know. Watch you, watch you, ooh. Uh, anyways. <laughs> you guys want to wrap this up? Never. Just to be safe. It's probably it's been a while. It's probably why I sound like this. Ooh. See the package, John. <laughs> oh, wait. I was on the thing. Did we fail? I don't know. Well, we might not have failed. <laughs> it's rough, man. Uh, Being us. Finally, finally we're all me. together to, to read these. Uh, if you want to write your thoughts and opinions in, thoughts you can do prayers. so. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> For it. Talk about thoughts and prayers and zoom that out. So. Okay. Um, but if you want to write your thoughts and prayers in to us, you can do so by writing us at weeklygameschat at gmail.com. That's weeklygameschat at gmail.com. Just like Toby did, he says, hello again. Guys, he said hello again. Hello, Toby. What's up, man? It's been a while since I last wrote in. I write in on this fine insert day you're recording. Wait a minute. Tuesday, July 2nd. Oh, okay. Uh, To share that, it's been exactly more than a year since I started listening to your great podcast. Thank you, sir. I started listening after a breakup at the end of my freshman year in high school. Every lunch, I would sit and listen to the game of the week. Now, I've finished my sophomore year, during which I've listened to many a casted pod of yours (laughs) through the month. <laughs> Monotonous onslaught. Monotonous, Chris. Monotonous, yeah. That's a word. Christ. Uh, thank you for entertaining me and all your listeners for the past insert episode number. Oh, we're at uh, 211. Uh, episodes and for the episodes yet to come. Well, thank you for the kind words, Toby. Yeah. 
dedication. Um, definitely um, don't be too cool for school. Be too, too, did I say that right? Don't be too cool for school. Be too school for cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It always blows my mind that we're, that we're kind of everywhere know, impacting somebody or helping someone yeah, get yeah. through something yeah. that's, um, and I don't mean to cash in on this, but Toby, I appreciate you writing, writing in. Um, uh, if you don't mind, Give us a five star review. <laughs> really on uh, on iTunes. Really, Jeez. absolutely, man. Did you seriously absolutely. just cash that in? <laughs> Jeez, you just look, cash look, money. No, no, no. Listen, God. Everybody I listen to, they mm-hmm. all just they say, "Here's what you can do for us. The best thing you can do for us the, is give us that five star review." Yes, and they specifically ask for a five star review. You can also send me a hundy. I'll give you my address if you're going to send John. me a hundy. Ooh. I'm on a motorcycle, and there's thunder. That's fantastic. <laughs> Nothing else matters. No, anything Nothing I was going to say. John, well, we, we I'm do. I'm not ashamed. I'm, I'm going to ask. We're, we're no, not, we do the spiel. If you don't like us, give us show, the four star. You, Chris, but, but we want that five oh star. My God, we really he, do. We he want did, it. If he should really tune in on Mondays to see what we do for the show on there, huh? And in our Discord chat and all that yeah. stuff. <clears throat> and how we're getting t-shirts made that he don't know about yet and all that stuff, right? Yeah. You can find out if you just come to the stream. Just uh, Welcome back. I'm just kidding. Speaking that was, that was of good. John, and though, you have five stars. This it evens out the two stars people give John. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This, uh, <laughs> this uh, email is titled "One John to Rule Them All," and it's from Garrett. Uh, he says, "Hey up, guys, Garrett? how you Garrett doing?" Garrett here. What's up, Garrett? Hopefully, John is back by this week. Is he dead again? No. And Chris will quit overusing the voice <laughs> modifier. <laughs> you were wrong. Yeah, it's really funny because uh, we're gonna have a direct opposite on our on our Twitter thing in a minute about your voice modifier. I've come up with a name uh, the past couple of episodes. They are Christoph the Red and the quest for the missing John. What do you think? Pretty solid here. I had to make Chris Red because of Red Dead. Darn right. Hope you guys are appreciated. Also, Chris, please use the modifier for this next All sentence. Right, cue up the modifier. Here we go. And three, two, one. Sean, thou must play Horizon Zero Dawn, or you shall not pass. There was so much peak in that. But it was fun. And there's, there's, there's nothing wrong with a lot of peak, Chris. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Chris. Sean spelt right. You did. Yeah, you're amazing. You're, you're awesome, but I can't truly respect you until you get past this problem. <laughs> Sorry, bro. It's and- fine, bro. Uh, anyway, keep up the tap natch podcast and game on, guys. Always game on. Yeah, did you, you were you around when I put the poll out on Twitter? Uh, Twitter about people who wanted me. Like I was I, that night, I was feeling opening up Horizon Zero Dawn. Right? Yeah, I put a poll out on Twitter, and I like a good poll. Uh, I mean, a handful of people, probably fifteen to twenty or whatever, applied. Maybe <clears throat> yeah. somewhere around there. And the majority was don't open it. Oh my god! I think the funny part was <laughs> they keep um, they they want it to they stay want the a bit. bit to stay. Yeah, we were we were on um we were both watching uh, Platt's uh, Platinum Forever stream, and he was he finally was doing Horizon Zero Dawn for the Platt Platinum everything. Yeah, and uh, he's on there, and Sean and I are in our Discord talking to each other. <laughs> And midway through, he was like, man, this game looks really good. I'm like, yeah, we've been trying to tell you that for about three years. I was I was on Platt's uh, stream a couple of nights before that, or maybe a week or so ago, or before that, I mean. I'm, I'm, and I go, he, he's talking about the next game we should Platinum, and I, as a joke, say Horizon Zero Dawn, because I haven't played it yet, Reverend. He says, that's exactly what I'm going to play next. That's what I'm Platinum next. And he did, did it. we Platinum that one? We both did, yeah. That's like, that's like saying, hey, guys, is today payday? 
That's is. what that just was. That's what that just was. No, I couldn't remember. You were the guy who got so much money that you didn't even know it was payday. John. You have so many platinums. What? Sounds like something I'd say. What do you people, want from me? Uh, people rise on Twitter. They do. Uh, we're going to start off with the uh, direct messages. So uh, first one is from at Crypto Weston. Um, hey, guys. What's up? Thank you, John. I'm a big fan and long time. Hi. Uh, long time, first time. Uh, of the show. He just finished the Sekiro episode. F that game. He didn't say that. I'm saying that. Okay. Um, I was wanting to reach out uh, to see if you'd be interested in paid advertisement to help grow a gaming cryptocurrency community. Me and two friends have created. And if not, I still invite you all to join our community if you would like. Um, I don't think we're going to mess with. Um, no. Nah. With cryptocurrency stuff. But you, do you buddy. But you do you. And um, thanks for writing in. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so if you remember a couple weeks back at Nat underscore the Gooner, um, he's got a couple of underscores in there. John already invests in gold for us. Anyway. Yeah, John's got gold. Uh, we talked about who invented soccer, Chris. I don't know if you were here. So and I reached out on the, and he heard me. I said, Nat, do you know or something like that? And he goes, regarding your question about who invented soccer, here goes. Uh, yes, it was us English folks. It was played with an inflated pig's bladder. And uh, what, what just happened? Okay. And it was, it was village versus village, a bit like PUBG, but with real pubs. You had to get the ball, that was in air quotes, from one side of the field over ditches and through hedges, et cetera, to your opponent's tree to score. The matches would take all day, and there were always a lot of injuries. A few centuries later, the more civilized game was being played at all the schools. At one of these rugby school for boys, a terrible thing happened. A young lad called Webb Ellis caught a high ball out of the air and ran it to the goal with the ball in his hands. Everyone went nuts because that's not allowed, but the schoolmaster said it was such a great catch that it deserved to be counted as a goal, and thus the game of rugby was born. Bam. And they made a strange X-shaped ball so it was easier to throw and catch. This would make Dan Marino's job a lot easier in d- many decades later. Also, Chris's Kermit impression was excellent. Mm, Heidi, hold there. Oh, my God. I don't know if we read this one. It's the Muppets. If, if I've already read this one, Chris, that. stop me. Okay. Um, it was from Dats Riley, and it said, Greetings, Weekly Game Chat, Chris, Sean, and Johnny Bear. What are your thoughts on the Shadow Keep New Light announcement from Bungie? Do you remember if we said that or oh, not? Oh, that's, yeah, that's the uh, the expansion, right? Uh, or, uh, for Destiny 2. Did, I, think, I think we already talked about that, right? Maybe. Uh, Maybe. It, regardless, um, uh, I don't play Destiny 2, so I really have no thoughts on it. And, and Sean, Dina, I think you're John, retired. I, yeah, it's going to take a lot to get me back out. Um, and remember, he also and also said, "I love you all. We love you too." And vape on, Chris. Ah, uh, yes, vape on. Uh, um, this so, has been. I'm not done. Oh, oh, gee, oh, oh, I'm sorry. My I've, bad. I've got a new follow that I'm excited beep, to talk beep, about, Chris. Beep. Yeah, back on up, pimping. Um, at Stream Shark GFX. Thank you for the follow, following you back. Um, and that's. That now, Chris, is it. it. Let me make sure I have no other mentions. Um, John, you weren't here. Do you remember? Um, I did mention this last week when I'm going to do a refresher for you so uh, uh, David McClendon can hear your thoughts. Um, Outer Wilds is one of the best uh, games that Kotaku was saying they ever played as a cross between Metroid, Majora's Mask, and Return of the Obra Dinn. Do you know about said game? Are you excited about it? It's different from the Outer Worlds game. Do you this have is, Ultimate Game Pass? Yeah, people are getting that confused. It actually is free on um, Game, Game Pass. Pass. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard a lot of things. I was listening to Kind of Funny today, and somebody was actually calling it their Game of the Year so far. Yeah, it's got a... Um, I've only played a 
like for 20 minutes, but mm-hmm. there's supposed to be some mechanic in it that I guess is grabbing people. And uh, yeah. very, I, I've tried it's to keep like it not a, spoiled to myself. Is it, it's almost, it's a space exploration game to some yeah. degree. Um, it's not, Apparently don't think of, spaceship. don't, yeah, don't think no man's sky <laughs> because there's like uh, just a handful of planets to explore. But it says that, that it's, uh, the guy who was talking about it on the podcast today was saying that it was pretty much tackling every single emotion you can think of mm-hmm. at any given time and sometimes at the same time. That's amazing. But you don't uh, feel emotion. Yeah, you're emotionless. That's, that's exactly what I was going to say. That's why I was about to say, F this game. <laughs> F this game in the D. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I've heard, I've, I've heard about it. It got decent, like in the eights. Like an 8.5 average, yeah. I think. Um, but now I'm, it, it, the buzz on it just te- uh, seems to be growing and growing. The problem is people are going to confuse it with the yeah. outer, with outer worlds. I think the, the hard part for me is <clears> just <throat> trying to find time to play it. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were just looking there and I was like, Oh dang, see if solitude is Friday. Mm-hmm. Like, am I going to play that? When am I going to play that? I, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I do. Hey, before we, I know you're about to do the wrap up spiel when you tell people how to find us. Um, give us that five star review. Yeah. Quick update. I did finish band of brothers quick, Chris. Nice. I went. I think I know the episode you were talking about. It was a little later. Yeah, I told you, man. That's uh, a hard one. Oof. But it's a vital one. It, you need to see it. It really is true. Just like you said, it really happened. Just like seeing that dude, fin- seeing that dude walk up and oh. just like grab and hug him and like start kissing him on the cheek. You're like, yeah, okay. Oh my god. Yeah, it's a hard thing to watch, but it's very, yeah, very uh, so, important. I know the listeners were like, "Is Sean done with Band of Brothers? Are you going to go on to the Pacific now? I have to, right? You do." It's by the guys who made Band of Brothers. Yeah. It's not by the author because, you know, yeah. the guy who wrote Band of Brothers was part of Band of Brothers. Uh, but, Fun fact. Uh, but uh, it's still, it's a very unique, it, it feels very <clears throat> different, you know, and, and it, it does, uh, especially you'll see it too coming off as the juxtaposition between being in either of those two theaters. Like they are. It's a good one. Like, and I, I've gotten this because like, you know, I think like when you talk about Europe, Europe conquest especially when everyone went over there for d-day right uh but they didn't it, know it, it was seemed, d-day yeah they we're heading over to d-day yeah <laughs> we're gonna go do some d and on the day <laughs> i think it's next tuesday oh no on a but tuesday. Uh, but uh <laughs> like once that started it felt like this inevitable conquest that everyone knew it was coming to an end it was just when is it coming to an end on the other hand it was you know with the pacific theater it was, we are getting waxed out here and we need to turn the tide and then slowly and very slowly crawl back. And it's just completely different warfare uh, scenarios. I mean, my grandfather spoke to me once about his time in the Pacific and it, I could tell he didn't want to talk about Old it. Oh, Ben Gilbert? Yeah. Yeah. He served over. That man there. just, he got an, he got an extra knot. <laughs> I mean, extra notch. He lost, uh, he lost like three of his brothers in the Pacific while he was over there. Man. So, like relatives or? His brothers, yeah, 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 his actual brothers. Um, so that would have been your great uncles, yes, yeah, they would have been. Look how I did that family stuff just then, huh? Yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah, I I totally recommend it. Very nice, check it out. Very nice for the show, for the show. (laughs) Um, and everyone else, check out Stranger Things on on, on tomorrow. (laughs) Hey, Chris, what else can people do for the show? Well, if they like the show, they can subscribe to us on whatever podcast service they choose to use and they will get a new episode just like this one every Wednesday. Hey, it'll be fresh in your ears. Even John's here. What? John, I want to thank you for coming on. Yeah. He only said that cause he was looking at you, John. 
It's good to be here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, if all you're there, as John said before, they have some sort of rating device on wherever you subscribe. It's important, it. okay? Give us a give us the highest score you can give us, please, please. John will cry if you don't. He cries at everything, but we really want to limit it down when we can. He didn't cry at Toy Story Four because he didn't watch it. I did. Yeah, tell you well, that much. That's about the one thing he won't cry at. Um, yeah. Like a little boy, right? Like, oh, yeah. Just oh, so hard. Oof. <laughs> but uh, if you want to follow us on social media, we're on Twitter and Facebook. And of course, uh, if you want to join in our very large community Discord, there's a link on the Twitter page. Otherwise, just go to open up your Discord, search Weekly Game Chat, and you will be immediately added to the server. You'll come in and you'll just be this random guy there, and then you'll find yourself transformed into a Richard. Yeah. As you should be. As you should be. Um, and you'll get a welcome from us, one of yeah, us. And yeah. uh whenever yeah. we finally check the disc. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh and finally, if you want to join in the fun, and at some point we'll schedule a date for this for Super Mario Maker Two to do a weekly games chat level every Monday night, eight PM Eastern Standard Time. We are streaming on Twitch. It usually goes to about eleven. Though I keep noticing now and and someone made the the excellent observation in the chat. Uh, most people seem to be getting on like at like nine thirty, ten o'clock to the stream. And I was like, yeah, man, is it the West coast or whatever? And someone made the point. He's like, nah, dog, kids are asleep. We free to do stuff now. <laughs> I was funny. like, that's a good point. Then think about that. We free to do stuff. So maybe, uh, maybe I push it back to nine at some point here. Nine. nine. Um, or you, um, do you kind of know what days you work from home? Yes, I do actually. I, I know my schedule, so I would, I would, I would do it around then because you can stay up later, so it won't impact you really that much the next day. Yeah, yeah true. He likes to get an early start. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I don't know what that means. I wake up normally. At seven. He, he's usually offline by four o'clock. Yeah, I'm on. Day. I'm on at seven. That's when I start. Hey, my watch says it's time to stand up. No, stand up for health. Oh. Um. Until next time. I will simply say, game on, Sean. Game on, Chris. Game on, John, and welcome back. Game on, Chris. Game on, Sean. This feels this feels this feels right. Game yeah, on, John. doesn't it? Yeah, it feels like you were missing something yeah. in the last week or We'd two. We'd make fun of you and say your voice and stuff. It's like a hey, void. Game on, game on, Chini. <laughs> That's terrible, John. No, it's perfect. It's spot oh, okay. on. Spot on. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. That's how you sound. That's 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 it. Yeah. I've been telling you for years, trying to help you. Your haircut looks great, John. That new shirt you're rocking looks good. Yeah. Got some color, you know. You got color in your hair? No, in my skin. Oh, it's because the sun. Yeah. Uh-huh. Vacation. Like first time in first time in twenty years. You're like, what is this vitamin D doing here? I'll tell you what the vitamin D is, huh? <laughs> <laughs> your mom's box. We don't get a sounder. I just get to say peace out, everybody. Have a good week. Thug life. Don't forget when your birthday is. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, I gotta be on the. Thing.